What's going on everybody? It's the HLTV Confirmed episode 13 and we're ready to rock and roll. We've got plenty to discuss including what the hell's going on with Nip, with Draken and his whole situation. Looking at Star Series that me and Chad just got back from. Looking forward to what's happening in Miami as well as ESL Pro League and so much more. But as always let me introduce everyone that's with me. We've got Striker, we've got Prof and we've got Mr. Sponge. How are you guys doing? Good, good. All of us, well, apart from Prof, we all came back from China. I'm actually not dealing with any jet lag, so I'm really, I'm Whoa, really I good, man. I smashed jet lag. I actually, so Chad, you did not have faith in my jet lag beating scenario, did you? Well, it wasn't an it was ideal plan. It was like the opposite <laughs> of like a good idea. So yeah, what, what, the what fact the that plan? it worked. It was good. Explain to everybody the plan and I'll tell everybody why it's a bad idea. Okay. So this is where Chad is wrong because it was a good idea. So basically what I did the night before, I didn't go to sleep. I just stayed awake the entire time until like 7 in the morning and then got on my shuttle at 8 a.m. And then after that, basically, I got on the plane. I slept for like four hours on the plane. And then for the rest out of my 13-hour journey for about eight, nine hours, I stayed all awake, just watched loads of anime on my laptop. And then, fuck you, stop laughing. Hey, I'm, I'm open to my anime liking. Out of all the people in this in this chat you are the guy that watches anime that's kind of hilarious i don't hide it at all i am full weeb i love it and that's why another reason why china was awesome because there's plenty of knockoff stuff i could buy there um but beside the point i managed to stay awake and then i got home in the uk about 8 p.m and then after that i just chilled with my son played around for a little bit then we went to bed at like 10 11 p.m and i managed to beat jet lag and i've been fine since then so here's why that's a terrible idea, everybody. No! So on long-haul travel days, you're already stuck on an airplane for at least 10-plus hours where you're sweaty, you're sitting next to people who are gross, they have their <laughs> feet out, they fart, the food is terrible. For some reason, people still continue to bring breakfast on airplanes, which is yeah. fucking egg. Which dumb cunt thought, yeah, we're going to make some fucking powdered omelette on airplanes and people are going to eat it. And they fucking do. The food comes out and every cunt, like it's a prison. Oh, here you go. Here's your food. You're going to eat Eat now. Oh yeah, alright, fuck, I'm gonna eat now because you brought me food, am I, motherfucker? No, okay, so you already feel like shit on an airplane, you're already hating your fucking life, you sit next to some cunt, you got a kid behind, you got an old person behind you putting their finger through the fucking screen every time, you put the mask on your face, and the hostess wakes you up, and you look at her and you go, are you serious, bitch? I'm just sleeping on an airplane. You know how hard that is. So anyway, all these things which are difficult anyway, man. And then oh, you've made it harder by not sleeping at all before getting on a long haul flight. So you've gone and gone, you've gone, fuck, how can I make this worse? Oh, sleep deprivation. Let's fucking throw that one in there. So here's what I did. I rolled up to the counter. I said, you know what? Is the flight full? And she goes, yeah. I go, all right, well, I'm upgrading to business. So I went on business and then I slept. I laid down the whole way and I fucking smashed it. I landed at 7 a.m. yesterday nine or some shit like that i stayed awake all day i had enough sleep i went to bed at like 11 i woke up this morning at seven been doing chores all day i got a hundred fucking i got a gig internet installed it's it's been fantastic you know this it's all working out so china it was great the problem is i also upgraded <laughs> to business i literally never do like this is the first time that i actually did business on the way back yeah uh it was that's the problem right it's expensive as fuck so it's it's really not a good idea to even I just try because an economy man i didn't do business i ain't living yeah like that's that. true that's 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 probably like a good middle way but anyway it's a bad idea to try because like you're just gonna be ten like tempted next time as well but anyway it's it's clearly working because i'm feeling i was feeling completely fine after the flight or since so that's yeah Okay, so Chad, I, ju I just think that, that. you're. 
I think Striker's salary is way higher than mine because I would never do that. <laughs> I need to like renegotiate after. Okay, when he was sending me the pictures, like I'm in. Because um, you're terrible at betting and you oh, make bad That is not true. You don't I actually made up doing. a lot of a lot of ground. Striker is just better at his job, so this makes perfect sense here. You cannot complain, Prof. Work also, harder, I've and maybe one day you'll be in business too. <laughs> anyway, it's all fine. All fine. Chad, I will agree with one thing. So they did serve fucking fish on the plane. Fish. When, yes, fish. fish. And I looked at her and went, are you for real? And so I made her go and get me the beef or chicken one, which she claimed was out of stock. Because there was no way I was going to have fish on my flight on that way. It's actually better to not eat on planes, right? So the thing is, I understand that people like are used to eating three meals a day, but eating plain food, you may as well honestly just... You may as well grab a McDonald's cheeseburger, throw it on the ground, yes. let a few hundred people walk over it and eat that because it's probably the same equivalency of food. Like, Anyway, people who don't fly all the time, I, I fly all the time. I never eat on the plane. On fucking Lufthansa, they think it's a great idea to offer you a cheese sandwich. It's literally two pieces of bread <laughs> with a slice of fucking cheese in the middle. That fucking sandwich, man. Who yeah. the fuck yeah. needs that? Who, who's going, well, I'm on a three-hour flight from fucking Frankfurt down to God knows where. I better eat this cheese sandwich they're giving out for free. <laughs> Are you cunts that desperate for food? Jesus. <laughs> a, a cheeseburger, a, a hamburger costs you a dollar. From McDonald's. It's a dog. I had a Burger King before I went home. <laughs> Can we skip this conversation? Yeah. I was getting a little bit too far. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of fun, at least, on our whole journey back from China. I beat Jetlag. I'm completely fine. Striker seems good as well, and Sponge is just in some weird downhill spiral, maybe going to be uphill by the end of it. He looks very fresh, though. His webcam is definitely better than anyone else's at the moment. Looking very pretty there, Chad. Looking very pretty. Oh. So let's start with our first breaking news. Draken! He's sadly back with no team. And there's two ways to look at this, right, guys? It's the whole, who is the dumb cunt out of it? Is it Nick or is it Jackson? <laughs> because, <laughs> let's be honest, right? No, I'm, I'm not sure who it right. could be, <laughs> seeing that one guy's on the bench, not playing, and no one else, everyone else is, like, no. just living their life. No, That's but kinda... the, the thing is, right, like, I feel bad for him because he signed the year contract or whatever it was. But he was definitely fucked by Nip, but he should have been smarter. So this is where players need, like, someone to help them manage themselves, because uh, okay. this just didn't make sense. Hold up, this isn't... I've got a better analogy for this one than, than you know, who... Well, it's better than who, who's the biggest dumb cunt. It is... <laughs> <laughs> Here's the situation. The situation is as simple as this, all right? NIP are just a bunch of fuckboys, right? And they've got, their, they've, got their, they've got their main bitch, right? That's Dennis, you know? And he was like, I'm going on a vacation. So they're like, oh, fuck, I better slide in and check my side hose, you know, McAlamity, <laughs> all these ones that go on throats. So, oh, oh, Drake, and we kicked him recently. I'm sure he's fucking thirsty. So then he calls on in. Hey, baby, can I come play? Yeah. Yeah, come on in. And then you've got us, who are the friends of Draken, right? We're the friends of Draken. And we can see, we're looking at the situation, we're going, no, they're just using you, man. They're just using you. Even NIP said publicly, they were like, fuck, uh, you know, this is just temporary. Dennis is only going for a little bit just to recharge his batteries. We can all see it. Writing's on the wall. And um, Draken's like, yeah. That he's not like that, man. He's not like that. They, they fucking, they, he wants me for a long time, man. You know, this isn't just a temporary thing. He really loves me. I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him. No, mate, you didn't show him. You played good, but they still going with Dennis, and now you're on the bench, and it's really sad because... You articulated done. this really well, chat. See, my dumb cunt thing, this was a much better improvement upon that. It's just it's just poor, poor Draken, man, because like we all saw I it. I do feel sorry like, for him. Yeah, 
but the thing is I actually thought for a little while there after I saw like Rez was like yeah we play really good off each other and it's good to have him back I was like yeah. maybe Rez who is like the best player in NIP like alongside Forrest for you know impact that'd be that maybe he could sway it to keep Draken around mm -hmm. and, you know maybe maybe they really could as a, as a duo change their mind but it didn't happen now he's kind of just in a, in a really raw position so i he's I gonna know. learn from this hopefully right he's gonna be sit back and go oh i definitely fucked up the fact is do you think anyone's gonna be able to buy him out that's my biggest the, thing so, the, leave, so though, right there was the situation though like we've that, heard like I heard he said a year contract stories. i'd assume he'd be able but to is, he'd have a buy is, i think it's not that bad for him because okay. from what i managed to like understand from the situation he is contracted as in he is getting a salary Oh, but he is—he doesn't have a bio. He can like, if someone wants to sign him, they'll just sign him, and then NIP will stop paying him. I feel like that's uh, how I understand. That would the be good then. That's not—that's not the end weird, of the world. Not that bad, but at the same time, he had another team like the what is now the Gamers Legion, the yeah, but come on, Uruguay. Of course, not the greatest team, but at least yeah. somewhere he can play, right? So, well, he's got FPL now and streaming, isn't he? So yeah. make some money on top of the Playing salary. Don't touch um, chess or whatever the fuck. Here's the best thing, right? Here's the best thing. It's like, honestly, it is treated on it. Let's just lay this out, continue it like a relationship because yep. he is he is still now the side hoe, right? If they've got him on contract and he chooses, right? He's staying in this abusive situation where we can all see. But he could, you know, in the equivalency, fucking hit the gym, you know, really start training real hard as a player because he's contracted right so he can be with them at any point let's say they decide one day oh fucking lecro's not pulling his weight let's bring draken in or you know get right well we're getting rid of him we're going to bring draken it doesn't really matter the name or whatever but yeah, you could just stay stop there. slamming your desk by the way because your lovely oh, microphone's picking up like boom, oh, every oh, time you there's an earthquake <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I just think that if they if if he stays and he like practices really really hard and he can, you know, bring himself to be more of a versatile opera, more of a consistent opera, something along those lines, then eventually NIP are going to make a change, right? So I think that it it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world, and he can do what like Smoo is doing right now, whereas he might get put out on loan to different teams, and he might yeah. get one of them and just fucking be sick and own. I don't think that there's any point for him to like. The thing is. Where are you going to go? Like, you have to wait. If somebody wants to come and buy you, that's great. You may as well just stay where you are, uh, stream, play a lot of FPL, um, get put on loan to teams, tr like train really, really hard and, and, and better yourself in this situation so that if they don't want you in the future, somebody else will. And if they do want you in the future, then you're there ready to go. Unless, you know, you feel super betrayed by, you know, getting benched again or getting... But that's just a bit of a problem because this is what we were talking about a couple of episodes ago where we were saying that it would be okay for organizations to have like a sixth player yeah. Draken could do that well hopefully he can get somewhere maybe Cloud9 want him they seem to like to take a lot of other talent every now and again throw people around we got anything else to add to Draken or should we just move on to we quickly wish through uh, there's so much news so I guess we can just leave yeah, it at we, that we, at we, got, side we got plenty situation. to talk about right <laughs> the side eye well so, we I guess the, the only angle that we haven't talked about is, is this actually going to benefit Dra uh, Dennis, not Draken? NIP? Well, Dennis, Dennis generally, because obviously the way he left was at like one of his lowest points. He had a couple yeah. of really rough events, so um, I guess it made sense for him to take a little bit of a break. So the question is, like, is this actually going to help? Is he, gonna, is he coming back a little bit more hungry? Uh, depending on the statement, and obviously like, it, you can't really take too much away from statements, but he seemed pretty confident. And um, to, to say, like, whatever, 
everything that he did. Um, mm-hmm. Just go into the news post and, and check it out because I I don't want to paraphrase. Um, I'll link it I feel like yeah, you know, I feel like it was a bit more confident than just like you know coming back from from a short vacation. It feels like he whatever shit he had needed to sort out, he did or whatever because. Um, that's the awkward part because we nobody knew when he was going to come back and clearly not even the organization knew uh, how quickly he was going to come back because otherwise they probably wouldn't have signed Drake and Hugh they would have just gotten somebody somebody else whatever yeah. so that's that that was the question for me because it did, did look like he had some personal shit to sort through um, appears that he's done that so curious to see him at the next event all right well we'll have to see how it all goes down for nip these changes see if they can do any better than what they managed to do so far next one is cajun b to cloud nine the rumors were confirmed so that leaves them with automatic rush golden cajun b and vice still on trial which does mean there could be a potential for them to potentially add another european they've destroyed their kind of major dreams now with this lineup regardless so cajun b like good player don't doubt it going on to cloud nine but i just i just so lackluster by the just thing looking is, at this roster the thing is cajun b is a very good filler player yeah as in like he's not gonna he's not gonna make a diff like a massive difference in the team but he's just gonna be there um as a good fifth right he's just gonna do his job basically but he's not gonna be a very impactful one he's not gonna change the dy- dynamic of the team or anything like that he's just gonna be a, 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 a like a good like I don't want to say anchor because that's not that's not quite what we'd use in, in Counter Strike, but you get what I mean. He's just going to be there to to kind of hold the team together, but not really um, too much more. So that's the issue basically that I have with it. Um, Cloud Nine are missing some of these bigger names who would make like bigger impact on on, mm-hmm. on how the team plays, and this is not really the move. So I I'm going to be skeptical about this one until I see more. Same. I, I I don't I don't hold much weight in what they've got as a roster at the moment, and it's going to be really just how this kind of dynamic works together, or even how long before they change another player. That's my biggest worry because they just keep messing it up, right? Well, like uh, as far as we're aware, they don't have the major slot anymore, so it yeah. feels like everything for them is temporary until they they land on something that kind of clicks. Um, obviously, they have arrangements with tournaments that they've already agreed to go to, etc. So they have to get um, you know players on the board to go to these, and the same thing could be said for um, <clears throat> obviously the fan base. You want to have the team playing because then it's it, you know you've you've got your fans still watching. Uh, if you look at it from the overall scope of the team, um, so that they, they, they have Vice in there as well, uh, was the the thing for me is is that now that automatic has to be even more of a star because. Mm-hmm. Like how much extra load is put on him? At least when there was Flusher and Kiyoshima in the team, like there was a really strong backbone of players because Rush's role um, is very up and down. It's not easy to be like a, a hardcore entry fragger, and he seems to do that more often than not. And, and your stats are going to suffer if that's your position, and you know you're not finding the spacings or the timings. Um, that's always going to be a difficult one. And then Golden, well, we haven't seen a lot out of him, right? Because he's been out due to due to illness. Yeah. Uh, so, and when he was on Fnatic as the in-game leader, I thought he was a good fragger, like a solid fragger for an in-game leader. I didn't look at him as like a, anything more than that. So, for me, you just look at it and automatic is the star player. Maybe Cajun, this is the first time in a long time where he's played in a team where there's a lot of room for him to, to play. So, if there's a lot of room for him to play... Um, maybe he can have a lot more impact. I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely a wait-and-see moment. It's nothing to get overly excited about. And I think the sentiment is echoed by, by all of us that it is just another one of these 
roster moves and we're likely to see plenty more in 2019. Yeah, it's going to be a waiting game. I guess at least for Golden, right? You can try and prove yourself as an in-game leader in that sense of like how you can utilize these pieces. But it's just like you still need time to um, to work with these players. And, and as we know, they, they haven't really kept the same five for longer than something like two months. So, like, for you to actually reach anywhere near your peak, you, you, you obviously need a lot more time than that. And for Golden to kind of have to go up against this over and over, obviously he had that time out of the team because of the, the, because of the, the health issues. Uh, but even before that, obviously, he had, like, several months all the way back before the, the face-it major, where he mm -hmm. just had to deal with constant lineup issues. Um, and so it's, it's just rough on him and just generally how, on the outlook of the entire team. Because they... Unless they actually fucking stabilize for for one second, they they will never be able to to get anywhere where they're consistent. So I just wish whether whether this lineup like is actually going to work like in the short term or not. I just wish they actually stick together uh, for longer and and actually figure out if, if this is has a chance to work out rather than make the next change in a in a month's time or whatever when Vice doesn't work out or when whoever else wants to leave. Um, as it seems as it seems to be the case with Cloud9 every couple of months. I think this like this happening once again is just a proof that God exists and he hates Rush. <laughs> like since the optic days, since that like Stanislav to Liquid move happened, this guy has constantly been in shit positions, just in, in teams, constantly having a stand in. He was playing with Hazed, with Jason R, with Hiko. Peacemaker calling as a coach. Like, what does this? What what did this guy do to deserve all of this? Well, I, I don't understand. He still won a major, so uh, it's all good. Yeah, he didn't. He and didn't was come the MVP, so bad out of it. MVP of a big tournament, uh, E League season two. So, like, has some decent achievements considering like everything that happened in his career. It's just a shame, right? One of the biggest brands in North America. Or the biggest brand, the biggest, yeah, sure. yeah. The biggest. and and they don't have a North American team. And we speak, we've spoken about this at length previously. Like it'd be cool to see them, you know, snap up some players from other teams. I, I think right now, where NRG is pretty good, I think obviously Liquid's in a pretty good position. And mm -hmm. I keep, I think that they maybe missed the boat. I think Envious did a good option by getting um, Som in. Actually, Android's a good pickup as well as like a, a solid fragger. I, I couldn't for the life of me work out why they got complexity got rid of him in the first place. Um, I think that you know I always talk about Wardell as an Orpel I think that you know Automatic is, is not he, he's a fantastic player I think he's too good to be the primary Orp player I'm not saying he can't be I think you know he's, his skills are probably all over the shop as opposed to just being pigeonholed into doing that one thing and there's, there's room for another North American team towards the top it'd be great to have three obviously over there right now we have Renegades and we have uh, fucking MIBR who are in a bit of turmoil at the moment or they're in a bit of a mess but oh, there's yes. still room for like a, a pure North American roster. And I think the players are there and Cloud9 would be the, the perfect place to house that in, especially with Automatic and Rush at the lead. So I also think that the parts of this team would be good to go back to, to uh, Europe, like Golden as a Swedish in-game leader would be good, or even for an international team. And Cajun could play on an international team as well. His, his English is fantastic. So all in all, sucks to be Cloud9. <laughs> Massively. But, but like we have to kind of they were they are obviously at fault as well because like some of it of course hasn't really been in their hands whatever golden you know coming out on or going on vacation basically to do with, with health um i'm trying to remember well this with flush out that, that's another thing that they pro probably couldn't have seen coming 
Um, so, like, obviously they've had some bad luck, but at the same time, they've also must have, like, look at Kiyoshima. I, based on what we heard, it doesn't look like it was his choice to leave or anything. It was just the team's. So that's that's one thing that you have to look at and then kind of blame them for for this for this change because that seemed to be working out well at least from the outside we never know like what kind of attitude like players have and and things around their personality and everything how how people kind of mesh together so we can't we never we can never know that but um, obviously they they've done they've made changes of their own accord um, and they have to be blamed for that for for the instability as well so it's just like. A lot of bad luck with, with bad decisions combined. Well, next team for us to look at making changes is um, Hellraisers. They got Lowell taking part in the team. He's on trial was the, the way it was put in there, right? Like, well, he was, not he was initially, but then he was signed. Okay, so he can be on signed then. And he's a player we haven't seen too much from recently, but he's given a shot to play on this Hellraisers lineup. A bit of a, a crazy mix of players in there. So it's Angel, Oscar, Hobbit. Issa and Lowell now. I think it's a little bit worse than what they had before. Maybe it's something they can build upon, but I don't know. Where do you guys think it's going to go? I think they can just be a, even more of an upset team than they were before, even less mm -hmm. of a top 10 contender, like a stable team. Just because they had Woxic before, who was kind of a kind of stable opera, at the same time not really, not device level stable, but he had consistent high numbers and then now we have oscar who's like a, a poorest man version of that i feel like like he has more off games than voxic had and they're going to be relying on him just like milesports did in a, in a way before and then you have lowell not really an inspiring signing if you ask me considering how he left milesports uh angel hobbit we know already and isa is still i think a very very strong player but agreed i just it doesn't excite me i think like they have the potential to beat like anyone uh, out of like astralis in a best of three but at the same time it's going to be a team that's going to lose to like i don't know like a top 30 team yeah probably uh, it, yeah i'm not super excited by it either i think you know looking at the the best player in this team is isa i agree with that sentiment i think that like imagine isa on phase i i've been in shuttles with this guy i've, I've seen him play uh, I, I've been standing there, you know, while they've been playing games in group stages where it's actually audible. And he's a very hype guy and he's he's part of the like newer generation, mm -hmm. right? And I think that a, a player like that is, he's he's a hard worker, or at least it seems like he is. And he comes from a, a scene that isn't very big and he's very passionate about it. I think that's kind of like the breath of fresh air that a team like FaZe would, I don't know how I've gotten to FaZe, but um, <laughs> I think that, you know, the, there's obviously really good parts of this team. And it, it, I think at this point, if nothing happens with Navi anytime soon, then Angel's just going to have to stay where he is as just an in-game leader for the for the feeders, you know, just basically grabbing these players, trying to do his best with them. And this one here doesn't have any stars in the team who can go anywhere else, though, if you know what I mean. So yeah. he, he got Voxic. Okay, now Voxic's gone to Mouse. Okay, well, the only player left in this team who hasn't had been in a higher team so far, you could say Lau in a way, but he's had his... He's had like he has a, had an attempt with most players, yeah. at least. And then for, for Issa is the only one, right? So yeah. if Issa goes, if anybody comes along with a good enough offer for this kid, then this roster is just looking you know, very underwhelming. But maybe we will see Oscar play better when there's less expectation on him and the team. 
Because mouse sports, like, obviously, they, I, I know that seems like a, a really shitty thing, but isn't it always rumored that Oscar is quite a difficult one to work with personality-wise? Maybe that plays into, um, you know, the pressure situation. He always seems like a quieter, more understated guy. So maybe now that the pressure will be off in that regard, might find some more impact there. But the team, it's not, it's not exciting. It doesn't feel like they're going for deep runs in tournaments. It doesn't feel like they're threatening the, the you know, the upper yeah. echelons. That's kind of the sad part about it because Hellraisers have always been the team that had the exciting signing, like when they got yeah. Loxic, when they got Issa, when they got other players in the past. And now, like when they got Oscar the first time, uh, Sticko was then like an up-and-coming player in Zero. But now they got, go for Lowell, who's kind of had his chance, didn't really shine, didn't really shine in Movistar, Movistar Riders either. He's just like an okay player. Then they go for Oscar, who's kind of like... I don't want to say washed up, but you understand what I what I'm trying to say. Like, he's definitely on get the downward spiral. He's, he's yeah, he's, he's not yeah. going to be better than he is now. So there's no like growth potential in that in that team. That's what I feel like, and that's what's kind of sad for me that they didn't get someone who's on the upcoming like from any team like an international mixture that they could could find and give him give him a shot. I think there's well, there's one thing right with the the Hellraiser lineup. When you touched on it there, Chad, about where Angel may go, we're still under the impression that he's just not going to go anywhere because of the whole he's very tied in with Hellraisers, like he's within the company as such. I think I it was. I think wasn't it somewhere said that he only had like a very minor minor um, share in the in the organization okay. that would be very easy to sell. Because there's even other opportunities where I guess he could have gone somewhere, but maybe they didn't want to grab him. But yeah, he is a he is someone that could be used within that CIS region completely. Yeah, well, for sure, but I mean, unless it's Navi, I don't see Angel moving anywhere. That's mm. what I was going to say, right? The thing is, like, where where do you go? Because I think that there's other good CIS teams, or a lot of other good CIS players right now, so it's surprising that he hasn't actually tried to build around that. Yeah. That could have been a, a, an option, but I guess when you have Issa, when you still have Hobbit, who I don't know if he would have been, what the deal would have been with getting him from Gambit, then obviously they wanted to give it another crack, but... There's so many talented players in the CIS region right now, and Angel is obviously one of the most veteran in-game leaders that you have, that it wouldn't be difficult for him to grab some of those names and, and you know, actually have a, a really strong unit. Because the, think about some of the names right now. There's so many good individuals that are popping up. We had so many teams. Like, I, I don't know how it's happening. right? Well, I don't know how it's happening, but it feels like <laughs> the skill level of the individuals in the CIS region is very high. Just yep. doesn't seem like they have their shit together in terms of their approach to the game. And Angel seems to be like an in-game leader who brings in players who don't have their shit together, shows them the way, like shows them the promised land, and they start playing structured CS. And obviously the stars, if you're a star player, in his system, you get to flourish. Like their team yeah. is built around completely about facilitating, it was Issa and Voxic. Well, now I assume it's going to be uh, Issa and Oscar. Lola's is still going to have to be a fucking support player. Hobbit's just going to have to... Hobbit has to have a bigger contribution for this team to be successful. And then Angel, you know, he goes for his ballsy in-game leader plays when his fraggers aren't fragging because he doesn't have any other choice. So it's it's just... it's a down, The overall roster is a downgrade from where it was before in how threatening that I think they can be. Yeah, One I thing when you were saying on Angel, I'd actually like to see him... It'd be really cool to see him maybe do like uh, some of the team spirit lineup, have him in with that. That'd be pretty cool because they show us some like exciting games every now and again. I'd be down for that. I mean, the thing is, he has a lot lower to go. That's what I feel like. He's still yeah. on the like top twenty international level. So when that is no longer the case, he can still go on this like CIS level. So I think we'll be seeing him around for for quite a while yet still. Yeah. I still, especially just because of how low the expectations are. 
for this Horizons team, I feel like they're going to do okay. Like, compared to what people think, um, I feel like they're at least like, going to be what, like somewhere on the people, cusp of... What do people think? Give us like a real number and what do you I mean, think I, they will do? I mean, I think people, people believe that the, this team is not even going to be a stable top 20, which I feel like they will. Okay. I think what, like, a, what, like around there at that level anyway. What are the outsiders of the top 20 right now? So the outsiders are like Ghost, Big, Fury. Well, they're not outside the top 20. They're currently in the top 20. You have Ego as, as 20, Furia, Big, Ghost. That's from 17 to 20, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I they're think, like Heroic, Tylo, Complex, Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like level that I would expect this team to, per, yeah. to perhaps be yeah. on par with. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah. There's also Cloud9, which are currently ranked like 130. <laughs> so they'll also mouse, be somewhere there. What are Mouse Sports ranks right now? Mouse are also lost somewhere because they, because they didn't they play lost, anything. They lost basically everything, right? Because yeah, so they're they're that's why like the top twenty, top twenty is kind of I don't know how to. How there's to there's it. just like a lot of stabilization to do, just because of like um, teams like Mouse Sports, um, Cloud Nine being completely off now. Um, mm. Before we actually get to see them a little bit, um, no, who else? Like potentially Tyloo when they get their shit together, it could have been could have been a little bit higher. And, and teams like that. There's a lot of teams that are there, probably like, just like a completely off topic. But I don't see Tyloo getting their shit together. They didn't show anything that would yeah, imply that they would. Just yeah, yeah. we're we going to get to that, I'm sure, if if, if we ever end probably up talking not. about that. I think it's series. very clear, though, if you look at Tyloo now compared to Tyloo of old, the, not even rosters, just playstyle, that they're trying to play a more consistent playstyle of Counter Strike, yeah. and that learning mm -hmm. curve which is huge, you know, for them. huge and when the language barrier is so massive the biggest thing about modern counter-strike is communication in the mid rounds right and having all the theory side and moves done well that's all talking that doesn't mean like it's not to do with running around and shooting people in the head or doing a set execute mm. any team in the world can sit there and have a set execute and run it like even people who can't shoot people in the head can throw smokes because it's fucking simple. It's just memory. It's like playing that memory game with the cards and you want to fucking remember which was where. That's yeah. what throwing smokes is like, right? You just need to have a fucking decent memory to remember how to do it. But I made a tweet and, and I think like a lot of people on Reddit misconstrued the tweet because first of all, the guy who put it up on Reddit only included the bit where I said I think the top 15 is extremely competitive right now as opposed yeah. to having the bit where it says the top 15 is extremely competitive right now other than Astralis, so excluding them from the scenario. And people also don't understand the definition of competitive, right? So I tweeted out the definition of competitive so people could have a nice read of that as well. But the thing is, people mustn't be watching the same Counter-Strike as what I watch every single day of my life because I genuinely think that the Counter-Strike right now that's on display We've been spoiled because Astralis have set the bar so high, right? You think about the teams that were threatening to Astralis in the previous iteration. So last year, it was Liquid and Na'Vi, right? So Na'Vi super inconsistent, and now they've changed their approach. In the last two tournaments of this year, they have looked like a better version of Na'Vi than I've ever seen. Their team play is much better. Their strategies is much better. Their individuals across the board are playing much better as a unit. If Flamey played like he did at the Major, they would have fucking schooled everybody at Star Series even more, right? So the thing is, that team and the way that they're approaching the game now is better. I go to Liquid. Okay, well, we can we can definitely see that Stewie is an upgrade in terms of individual skill to Taco. They seem to have their shit together, at least in terms of their approach to the game. And they, they took a map off of Astralis at blast right they took uh, it was dust two right so they were able to pick that one up 
and they were they were happy with that so they know they're making the right steps because it's not quick and easy obviously the biggest thing that we cite is the attitude within the team but from all reports that i hear the attitude within the team is quite good you know it seems like everybody is taking it very professionally and they're taking the right steps they're a very young and moldable team okay so you look at all the individual power in that squad okay well i've just mentioned the next two teams who are looking pretty fantastic ants prove once again they're consistent in their approach to the game there's a fucking fire lit under every single player in that team's ass because sunny's sitting on the fucking sidelines going hello as soon as one of you fuck up i'm coming in (laughs) renegades yet again holy shit they did it again as well so now put them in the same position as as ants then you go down to nip okay nip are a team who we could probably look to and say are similar to that of vp right in the sense of Maybe they're not going to perform well at every tournament they go to, but they're always a threat to perform well based off the pedigree of their players. Are they ever going to be the best team in the world with this roster? No. But are they going to be a team that could maybe, you know, upset Liquid in a tournament or upset Na'Vi in a tournament? Or they, yeah, they, the potential is there. If you say there isn't, well, then you're obviously, you're not thinking about the skill cap. Do they think they could, if you played Liquid versus NIP 10 times, how many times do I think NIP could win? Maybe twice. I wouldn't give them more than that, but the, the potential is there, and they always seem to have mm-hmm. closed games. Okay. Going to phase. I don't know what phase are going to do next. They might make a roster change. They might not. But you can see this is another team that is trying to... If you're phase, and your whole game style before was run around and shoot people, and then you lose <laughs> faith in your in-game leader who tells people to run around and shoot people, so you replace him, and then you make your best player the one who tells people to run around and shoot people, and then some of your other <laughs> star players drop off, so now he just has to run around and shoot even more people. Well, now they have Genko there. What they're trying to do is they're trying to have structure, so you can see them trying to do that, and they're still threatening. They're still a they're very threatening team because of those individuals being able to go off. Fanatic, they're getting their shit together. So now we're down to eight. How, the, the fact is, I don't know how I have to explain this. People mustn't be watching the same shit as me. Fanatic, now they're de- we're down to the eighth team in the world. Right, they just did yeah. really good. Really good at the last tournament, right? I think that the problem with them is they run strategies, but it doesn't look like they know why they run strategies. It's like they copied so many strats that I'd seen work against Navi in the tournament and tried to run them, but they didn't understand why they were running them, so they lost them. But the the, the fact is, Brolin did good under pressure. Crims had a good tournament. JW was back to some degree. Twist was uh, a good player as well. Obviously, exists stat-wise, not great. But all in all, still, Fnatic, you're in there to be competitive with the teams above them other than Astralis. You can't say that's not true. NRG, same situation. MIBR, okay, well, depends on how much you want to put in with their their over-traveled, over-worked type thing, that, that whole scenario that's going on at the moment. So if that's the case, yeah. um, do they need a little bit of time off? Yeah, okay, maybe they do. I think that there's still the pedigree of these players for them to be threatening within the realms of the top 15. Does anybody here think that MIBR couldn't beat North? Like on, if you had them play ten times, how many times do you think MIBR would beat North? Somebody throw me a number. Prof, you're usually pretty seven. realistic. Seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, like five. Okay, so like they're still threatening within the realm. So then you go to Vitality. They look like another good team who's who's getting their shit together. Could you make a roster change in that team? Probably. Yeah. Will they will they as things move forward? Maybe. But they're still looking good and they've got their shit together. MBK is starting to lead in terms of modern day Counter Strike, and they have fucking Zywu. That cunt is awesome. Okay, North. We just saw them play. They had so much more structure. They had pocket strategies that other people weren't having. AZ finally had a good tournament. If that's consistent, that's cool. I think Gage's still a rock. Valder didn't actually have a fence. If it is, great. Are you going to go through the whole topic? I just want to get to... We only have three teams left because I want to prove this fucking point to cunts. Windigo, I've been watching them play more and more. I was just sat watching on the TV of them play their, their series before they just played Pact. And they lost the map to Epsilon 16-14, but I still think the way that they approach the game, it's more unique and it's threatening to the teams above them. G2, Amonex in there, I think they're looking good. And Avant-Garde, they look fucking sick at the Major. So uh, 
I don't know how people don't think that's competitive. Someone was talking about consistency. That's got fucking the, nothing. Not you the, guys that's here. The, problem the guy that on the Reddit thread. Say. It's got nothing to do with competitive nature, though. No, no, no. Like, obviously, what you said, there's, there is no argument about that. Like, anybody between whatever you just read through, 4, four to 15, um, could, on, like, on certain occasions, beat each other, basically. So I, I definitely agree with the competitive part. I just, uh, yeah, the problem that people have with that, for sure, is, is just um, looking at, especially FaZe and MIBR and their consistency. Because they are, as you say, they are capable of beating most of these teams around them basically but they don't do it on a consistent basis and that's because of well i'm not because but um people have a problem with that because uh, of their expectations because of the the, the history that face have or it might be our have and mm-hmm. their players so that's the that's the problem that that people i i imagine have with that tweet uh in general just because like some of these teams that we expect to be a lot higher up on this list than phase being number seven and might being number nine I guess we would expect them to be to be on the cusp of top five at least. Um, so that's that's the issue that, that I feel like people have with it more than um, the the argument itself. Sure, and and I can I can understand that. But like my counter argument to people saying that would be, well, who's the most consistent team in the world? Well, okay, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But but who does everybody say is boring as fuck? So isn't it like for me? It's more exciting to see a broader range of teams playing better Counter Strike and being compet- yeah. and have competitive nature in that regard. If I put like all those teams into a tournament, and you know, okay, well, I have clear favorites. You know, Navi and Liquid would be my clear favorites, and then obviously Ents and Renegades for consistency. But I still think upsets could happen to any of those names. You put Astralis in the mix, well, yeah, it definitely dulls it down a bit because you expect Astralis to be coming out on top of that all the time. So. The fact that people were like, oh, you know, it's it's not consistent. It's just a stupid argument in the sense that you guys want competitive Counter-Strike because it's exciting, but then you're saying that it's not, you don't think it's competitive because it's not consistent. It's like, but why would we want it to be consistent if we want it to be competitive? They almost are contrasting. If I went into every tournament and Astralis came first, Navi came second, Liquid came third, Ents came fourth, and Renegades came fifth, why the fuck would I tune in? Like... It, it, it's just it's to me the reason I think that it's one of the most competitive stages of Counter-Strike we've had in a very long time is because of that any given Sunday nature for a lot of these squads and that is a lot more exciting for me and getting to cast so many matches at Star Ladder people might not understand when you're analyzing a game you have to just watch what everybody else at home is watching when I get to cast a game I get the GOATee VIP I'm like a fucking kid on Christmas Day I'm like sitting there I'm changing through player POVs I've got the map up I'm watching everything going on calculating the money looking at all the buys seeing who's dropping who guns and stuff it's fucking great I get to see so much more of the game and um, I noticed like so many little different things that I hadn't seen while trying to analyze it before and it just adds those little details anyway I'm done with my fucking rant about that tweet there's just too many dumb fucks in that reddit thread with no brains who didn't even read the fucking tweet well fuck those guys yeah. it, it doesn't maybe if you made a onto... five second video people would actually read it Ooh. read it read it listen Ooh. to it <laughs> I mean, let's if move you made on a five second video it does move us on to star series so chad's covered some of the points that was taken from that let's have a look at our takeaways from it Navi getting their first win of 2019, right? That was always a good thing to see. But also, I think most importantly, we got to see them play Ents again and Renegades, and they came away with pretty convincing wins. They look a bit different, at least in the booths, right? We've we've covered that. We heard it in the interview that you guys did on HLTV. Um, they're trying to take a different approach here. 
and it clearly worked out but there was no liquid there was no astralis in place for them to fight up against so they did what was expected right because we all said it when we discussed the event that we expected them in the finals oh yeah exactly we we saw and navi and ants as being the favorites obviously it worked out in a way that they met in the quarterfinals so i guess that's yeah. the that's the one uh, disappointment that i have with it because i i would have liked to see ants to see ants uh uh, go through that other side of the bracket because they probably would have been Agreed. static or energy or whatever like all those teams in the upper upper part i feel like anybody outside of navi i think ends would just beat maybe renegades would have been an interesting one just because of their history but still i feel like i feel like they would have beaten anybody uh, other than navi so that's the yeah that's the only disappointing part for me about uh, star series but yeah like you say navi basically just lived up to to whatever we thought um was was going to happen yeah in groups they had one loss but um, other than that, no, nothing really. They basically had that first loss as usual. Um, nothing really out of the ordinary. I don't know how that. By the way, I have no idea how the fuck that happened. I, I just time. love it because, like, at least there's one thing right that you can say about Navius. They were straight honest afterwards. Like, yeah, okay, we just lose the first game. Like, it's, they even know it's a bit of a fucking meme. It's like, yeah, exactly. Can you not just get your shit together at the beginning, lads? Because you like give us these mini heart attacks where we think, oh fuck, are they going out again? Is this really nah, gonna nah, happen? It's just like that's the thing. Like now, now, <laughs> now that it has become established, like people know that they're just gonna come back to, yeah. to a normal level. For some reason, from the second game on, I guess that's just the rule about <laughs> Navi nowadays. My I mean, biggest that's... thing that I want to take right for Navi is the whole thing with Blade being esports director. Um, I did an interview with Flamey right at the end for the grand finals, and one thing he said after winning was, "Okay, we've got Kane as the coach, right?" But Blade has been helping them via the internet, which I can presume is like WhatsApp or something, or just talking to him while they're at the event. So it's like Blade is a another part of the cog that wasn't there helping yeah. these guys manage to do just like get to their level. And they're talking about getting a psychologist now and a dietitian. They're trying to go like that Astralis route. But one thing we noticed was like the the emotion was not as high from them, which is at times we've seen kind of act badly against them, right? So. I enjoyed the change, but for me, this is potential. Do we just push Kane to another role? Because obviously we know he needs to stay there. He just sits in some like analyst or whatever the hell role. And then we have Blade as the proper coach the whole way through, which would be fucking beautiful. It's what we all want to see. And then we get the Na'Vi that we dream of, as long as we can get them all to work together and at least be friendly so, to frag out. Just just quickly, um, any officials from China watching now, uh, WhatsApp <laughs> what's will not be used. Uh, WeChat is where we'll do all of our conversation. <laughs> Uh, you can check out all of our conversations on WeChat. But the thing that we're not considering, right, is that maybe Kane isn't offering the most in terms of a coaching role. But if he is good for Zeus, if he is, if he is um, something good for Zeus to, to bounce ideas off of or, you know, somebody who can keep Zeus in a good state of mind or anything along those lines, then I will take that. I'll take it. I'll, I'll happily I'll happily take it because if that's what the cohesive nature in the team needs to be and then Blade can still contribute from the outside there's no reason that he can't um, then it's not necessarily a bad thing and they don't need an emotional in-game le- a coach they don't need a Zeus standing behind them they don't need a fire up man because they are all fire up people yeah, they fucking love it so if Blade passes information to Kane that Kane can then use, or even if Blade just gives it straight to the players, I don't give a fuck. Obviously, he can't do it in the middle of games, and that's going to be a bit of a problem. But if if Kane is good for Zeus, and he's that kind of figure in that regard, then maybe that's not a bad thing. I'm trying to look at everything in a you're, more positive. Yeah, you're about to say, mate. You're, you're that kind of makes sense for real. me as well. Like, I have to say. 
that that to me he just seems like kind of not with it most of the time but yes zeus wants him so there has to be a positive otherwise surely they would have got rid of him right there's there has to be some use for this guy but i mean the good thing blade is, that... is just a better fit if you look at it all on paper the good thing is that it's not that Kane is someone that Zeus brought in just to agree with him on everything, because obviously <laughs> we saw that they don't really agree on everything. So there is a back and forth there. So I, I feel like it serves a purpose, even though, like in general, no one has a lot of belief in Kane being like a good coach. But mm -hmm. obviously, as Punch says, he's doing something. And at the moment, they're playing well. So obviously, all they need is just Edward playing on a decent level, and then the team looks like 10 times better. So. I don't think that has anything to do with Kane as a coach. And there's also like apparently Blade is, uh, is supposed to be there to also take care of like their training process and that's not just not True. just things that coaches usually deal with, right? Uh, that's kind of like what we were seeing from Estrella is them having a lot of different people and taking care of like a lot of different um, areas of of the the performance improvement or whatever they call it. I don't remember, but yeah, they, you kind of have Buzzwords. to have more people. I'm sorry. Buzzwords throwing. Oh yeah, throwing exactly. But I mean, I'm just try I was just trying to figure out a title for 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 what whatever that group of people are doing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my my argument is that you kind of need to have more people to take care of everything uh, that they are planning to do because yeah, the, the training process has to be a little bit different. They have to figure out. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what it entails, but there's probably a lot of work around that. Um, and everything that uh, that Blade is supposed to do, and apparently he's supposed to work with other other games as well, uh, as far as I understood. Okay. I mean, that's I that's don't what see they. That happening. I don't think that it's <laughs> happening either. But based on the based on the actual announcement, it was supposed to be. They called him like the esports director, and they said um, that he was going to work with like separate divisions on and their training processes and shit. So it's just that's another thing, right? If he has other mm -hmm. games to take care of, um, that's and that obviously takes away his focus from I mean, CSGO itself. he's a pretty smart guy. I think he could do it, but I just don't see his heart being in like yeah, Apex yeah. Legends or whatever the fuck they signed like Cypher for in Navi right now. So I, I don't see that happening. But I mean, I don't see, I don't see why he couldn't, why he wouldn't be able to kind of teach them how to prepare in an efficient way, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's course. something that Blade has, has spent a lot of time um, trying to figure out and, and focusing on when, with his previous teams. And even now with, with with Gambit when he was coaching them. So um, I don't see why that wouldn't be translated to, to other games as well. It's just that's why I'm saying like him having that role and, and also being a, a coach who has to travel all the time, doesn't really have to, that, that, that amount of time to, to take care of all of the outside things, uh, then that's not going to work out. So yeah, sure, Blade would make sense, as, more sense as the, as the coach just because he has a, he has a mind for it. He, he is a strategist. Um, but at the same time, with his current role, I'm not sure that will work together. I mean, I also wouldn't change things right now. Obviously, they're on the yeah, brink yeah. of like challenging yeah. Australis and looking the best they've ever looked, I feel like, with this lineup. Yeah. Like, now is the time you don't change stuff like yeah, coach, sure. the coach, especially as Blade is someone we presume would come in and make some radical changes. So at the moment, I don't think it makes sense. Uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Maybe they tie them down in this role so they can use them in the, another role later on. Who knows? Yeah, but I think it's a, it's a great move, like, for Navi. Yeah, definitely. I, and this I is agree. the best we've seen them. And, I, and I've, that's one thing, right, is we needed them to fix a lot of their inner issues between each other, right, in order to see them flourish in the way that we've waited for for so long with the players they have on that team. Yeah, and I think that the thing is, just to build on Prof's point there, like, it's... it's it, 
it could be a long-term move as well because if if Zeus goes, well, then you don't really need to hold on to Kane anymore, right? So it's not really a lateral move from his position where it is now uh, yeah. in the organization, but it's always one that could be possible, right? So um, for, for Navi to snag him is, is huge, and I think that it's, it's going to be great for them in the future because he, he does... I think that Flipside was leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the scene in a lot of their approaches to things. Obviously, it wasn't necessarily showing, but they were always a very you know well-disciplined and well-prepared team. I mean, uh, they were doing the Astralis before Astralis. They were seeing yeah. events just to go to the Major and wreck people in best of ones, <laughs> and they did it with lineups that should never do that, like beating FaZe at uh, the Krakow Major and before that, the other Majors as well. So they're, they're using the Astralis approach, but everyone was saying, like, what the fuck are they doing? They're doing it too extreme that to be honest but <laughs> how many yeah. majors was it in a row for them and all that stick of money they can't be complaining too much but they yeah. did lose uh 16 to 2 versus a team called vox eminor on kasha to majors oh, so yeah. i don't know how well was for them but every yeah. now and again you cunts can get a win mate you, you're able to have one every the now and again top five in the world right now mate so <laughs> the thing is like, yeah, mate, so so like where are you top given, five in the world? given how many <laughs> given how many of these wins you had you're probably gonna run out pretty quickly yeah, yeah. i mean he has them all five it's like on a piece of paper, <laughs> he's, just like, he's basically just like cycling through them and just like making sure that I, he doesn't mention the same one every I single very time. Rarely, I very rarely bring up the Fnatic in an IP wins, but you know, they, they're saved for, for special occasions. What, wasn't that the 1 1 though? Look, in the context of Counter Strike at the time, that may as well have been winning the tournament for Australian Counter Strike back then. So, you know, I think we need to go back and do some like uh, match <laughs> reviews of this with Chad and just like watch through all the moments and see chad why did this happen and then see if you can recall all of that information for us you seem to remember like, it so fondly yeah but a lot of them were like the first times that australian teams had beaten um teams of that caliber right yeah. so it for me it, it means a lot for the for, for counter-strike in the whole it just seems like nothing but for, for personally for me uh it fucking is great i mean obviously it means we'll let you have it mate every now and again i mean it meant for for australian cs i mean it meant a lot for australian cs at the time i feel like it was just like showing that you can actually do stuff from that region going and competing internationally so it was yeah. just like setting the path for for the future generations yeah, it, was a, it was a good stepping stone for sure so there you go sponge you actually did something <laughs> he does something now, some of the other things to look at, right? Um, obviously, Renegades and Ents, they both still had runs when they got to the playoffs like we expected. North somehow made it to playoffs, like, despite their most random performances. Okay, they had a tougher run than most throughout it, but, like, you kind of don't expect them to make it at this point. Um, Fnatic's run was pretty legit after all. They had some tough teams to face, especially when they hit the playoffs, right? Um, they had North to start off with, then they went on to NRG, um, Obviously, it was a bit of a shame they couldn't get a map in the grand final, but Na'Vi manhandled them, and you can I mean, see the disparity. I mean, they kept it close, at least in the final. Yeah. Like, relatively close. They had very good first halves, like, and then they just dropped the ball in the second. So on all three maps, I felt like it was a very good showing. Actually, we were talking about this chat before, that we kind of felt like Fnatic were going to come back from, from whatever they were going through. Because obviously, there was always... The thing that we saw in Chicago last year, that was, that was always there. It's just, like, somehow at some point everything went wrong wrong for Fnatic individually I think mm. uh, and so it was just a matter of time before they came back to some some sort of a respectable level again and this is kind of the start of it I think because like sure they didn't really beat that many uh, like uh, legit teams on the way or not I don't want to say legit but they still uh, obviously beat NRG twice beat Vitality beat North like those those like big top ones. 10 teams that's an IP um, another team they beat it was even though it was really close 
Yeah, that like, could have gone either way. All their wins were very close, actually, like a lot of it. But still, like it shows that they are they they can be very consistent about against this level of teams. So I'm I'm glad that they are coming back to a level where they're supposed to be. This is what we were expecting going into the major. This was the fanatic we were expecting. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Like exactly, being, exactly. Being like a top ten borderline, like contesting for a top five, lower top five, and it just they just disappeared. They just didn't show up two events in a row. And I know a lot of you were saying like maybe there's a roster change on the look, but. I was thinking like Star Series is really the, the event where we see if this team is like totally dog shit and doesn't doesn't function or they have something in the in the tank and I think they showed it right here. Like 3-0 in the group stage, reached the final, played decent in the final. They have some issues. I don't think they can be a, like a real contender. I don't think they can be a, like a real stable top five team. Like the T sides are pretty, pretty poor, just like walking around classic old school Swedish style, but they still have a lot of a lot of firepower and the CD sides are looking strong. The thing for me was that tournament we had so many like close matchups and so many games that were yeah. like really clutch heavy. You think about the semi between NRG and Fnatic, it was a two zero, right? But that that, that was a <laughs> that was just fucking mental. Like yeah. that was such a back and forth game of Counter Strike with so many different clutches and, and it was just wild that was going on there. So the smallest of margins is what is what got them through and, and I agree with the sentiment that they're probably not gonna be a consistent challenger for that top five. I, I think it's gonna be difficult to get consistent performances out of the team because they're a bit sporadic in their approach, right? I think JW yeah. and Twist are similar. Like, JW is obviously hyper-aggressive, and that's where he does his best work. That's where he feels the most comfortable being the one dictating. Uh, but Twist, as well as an Orpa, like, he is somebody who's better when he is, is getting to make the decisions as opposed to just having to sit back and be dictated to. So they might have some problems there because we know exists his contribution in terms of the fragging. It, it's not huge. And then that just puts a lot more pressure on the likes of uh, Brolin and, and Crims. But the, the whole tournament, this is, you know, I, the, obviously the random brackets, we spoke about the fact that it could have been a different final, that kind of stuff. But we did have so many good matches at that event, and it, it feels like it's been a long time where there have been games of, of that nature, where it's, they're obviously yeah. super close games all the time. And, you know, but this one here, it didn't feel clear cut at any given point no. um, of, of who was going to be coming out on, on top of things, especially considering, you know, the way Navi started the tournament, obviously different the way they ended the tournament. But there are a lot of, positive takeaways for the majority of the teams i only think there's you know tyloo would be one um I, it was MIBR, a bit of a shame obviously. we didn't have one chinese team make it through right i thought out we the had the show match mate oh yeah yeah <laughs> the amazing vertigo show match of overtime, that we'll get to that overtime. we will talk about that later but it goes on next bit of discussion but i mean i would have loved to have seen vici show us that okay they can be a little bit more consistent a little bit more heavy with that i kind of was hoping one of them would make it to playoffs not just because we we're in china but because like to see that they've started to develop themselves in that sense i kind of pitched one of them maybe over that north spot I mean, they, the thing is, like, they didn't. They met pretty, the pretty hard set of teams. Like, when you think about it, Vici, mm. they met Navi, beat them. Then they met Phase, lost to them. Met, met Ants, who obviously were were one of the biggest yeah. teams at the event, and then met NIP. So never, they never really got to play against like like some lower set of teams. So that's also something that we have to take a look at because like they were just the odds were stacked against them every single uh, every single time. So not that surprising that they ended up um, where they did. Problem is they they didn't even look competitive in a lot of these series. Like outside of an IP, um, yeah, a lot of quick in, games uh, for them against Stuns and Phase. That those were really quick games from what I remember. Yeah, so, some sixteen sixes in there regularly. Sixteen yeah, eights. Yeah. A lot of their games didn't even go double score, right? So yeah, so that's that. That was the issue that I had with Vici that they didn't even show up 
um, on a, like as a as a competitive side against some of these better teams. Like, sure, we probably don't expect Vici to be able to do that every single time. Like, we obviously we got surprised at the major, we got surprised in the minor play and stuff. But still, we I don't think we expected Vici to be a, to be a like a stable top 15, 10 team um, on a regular basis. So, not that big of a surprise, honestly. I think I think when you compare them to Tai Lu, though, uh, they are the best Chinese team right now. Because yeah, just like exactly. Tai, tai Lu yeah. lost two zero to Renegades. The only team that Tai Lu beat in the entire tournament was Panda another domestic oh, team. Wow. They lost 2-1 to Spirit and 2-1 to Big. And obviously, no offense to Spirit, I don't think they're a team that's in, in striking distance of, you know, nope. being consistent within the within the top 15 in the world. And this I, is also their first tournament, so... Yeah, that's right. They had like Spirit as well. Been, been change, been yeah. yeah, so I, I look at that and, you know, we're looking at the London major last year and it was like, wow, fuck, Tyloo, like, they're legit. They've got their shit together. It feels like everything's clicking. Xcrew and Bentet are doing a very good job. Um, and then now it feels like it's tapered off. There might be some, some light at the end of the tunnel for them, but it's always going to have the caveat of the communication issue. So yeah. that that's always going to be there for me for that for that roster. And I guess, you know, Big as well is oh, pretty God. flat. I mean, Big, yeah. it was just obvious that they haven't really made any progress. And from what I talked to Kakafu, this is what I love about Big and talking to them every single event that I can, basically. Um, because they're not afraid to say things on on, on record, basically that that most but most people wouldn't. Uh, and that was just like an interesting, really interesting conversation with him. That they um, just had a lot of problems with visas, and then that really hindered them from like being able to prepare properly for a long time. And they didn't even know that whether they were coming with Zantaris until like two days before or like a day before the event. Yeah, it was um, 24 hours he had basically from when they got their visas to when his flight wasn't. He only just got it then, despite yeah, exactly. getting them a working visa was just in like, um, Germany. I got a but, trick for him, mate. What? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Don't say it, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, shit. What, yeah. Did, what are you saying? I, so they got a, I got a trick for it. Yeah, Chad knows how to do it. <laughs> He's got to smile nicely. That's how you get on into China. Smile and a wink and a wave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, never mind. Sorry for derailing you, Striker. Get, no, get back just, on. Yeah, I was just confused about what, whatever you said. Striker, we can't say but it. Just, you know just generally, it, even from the game, it looked like they, they didn't really make any progress in terms of how to how to balance their players, where the fit-ins on Terrace, um, and everything like that. Every, all the issues that we saw at the Major, um, mm. we kind of saw here as well. And that's obviously that's a problem, but I feel like that's also why they will be able to improve at some point whenever they actually get to get the chance to figure this out, which I imagine is now. I think they have don't have anything coming up for a while now. They have I love that he's getting Oh no, actually, oh, they have a lot. playoffs, like the second group stage, if they make the second group yeah, stage. Yeah, that's true. So the, the yeah, German until, lessons until for Zantara, like, I think it's going to be a big change. Right, if he can, if he can learn some decent German. If they go with that os- like that prospect for it, that's I think thing. that's when we can see a really good lineup. Because I just don't think like I don't we think know they can all speak English, all. but I, I think... don't think they'll do it. Really though, no. like do what? He's got to even learn English to a better degree, right? Well, sure, or... but the, but he still has. From I don't think I feel like for the team, yes, I agree that it would probably be better for in the long term. That's and what even Sakafu said this as well yeah. in the interview that the long term they feel like German would be better, but. When you think about this from Zontaras' perspective, it doesn't really make too much sense, honestly. Because, obviously, like, future-wise, English is going to be a lot better. And the team, generally, will not have problems with English. They, they worked with Smuya for, like a, a, like, a half a year or something in total. Um, and they got used to communicating in English. And, and they continue to do so German now. at every possible opportunity they exactly. had. Exactly. Well, from what, I, from what I was listening to them, it doesn't, it nah, seems like it doesn't happen okay. as much. 
Yeah, and it doesn't it look like it's happening as much. Like, sure, sometimes they slip into it, but it's just they're that's like a learning. Um, that's gonna. I also take think it's to easier well, to like, learn English just because it's everywhere. Like, if you play FPL, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. practice your like CS English much and that's, easier. That's than what German. I'm saying. Like, if, even future-wise, if like this big thing doesn't work out for Xantaris, it makes a lot more sense to 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 know English than than German. So if he has any say in this, he's he's. I think it's pretty obvious that he's gonna go into um, into English. And that's also where he has some sort of the basics, right? At least he understands how the, probably understands how the language works on yeah. on the basic levels. And then they just like, it's a question of, of learning a little bit more of the advanced stuff rather than complete basics. Which the benefit is he has, I guess, is Gob as well, with, right? With the, the Gob with the Turkish to explain yeah, things yeah. to him in a bit more so detail that's, that's if there are sure. problems. So. They've, they've it feels kind of a little bit like a Bentet situation, though. Yeah, that, it, that's what I was going to compare it to, right? There's only so far we say Tyloo can go because of those language issues and the, and the barriers that go with it. No, but we know this is going to improve, though. I'm not sure if it will in Tyloo because that's like Chinese people and English just like, uh, don't really... How long will it take for, for him to actually have real good English? I think it's going to be... It doesn't have to be real good. That's, that's, that's the thing. Like, he I mean... only has to have, like, good... CS English basically. To me, no, no, to me of it's not just CS English. English. I'm not no, talking no, no. about normal English. Like half but, of the players that play an English team don't have. But that's not like <laughs> if you think English. about it, he doesn't. He of course he needs to understand, but he's that he doesn't really need to have like super. He doesn't need to be super advanced in order to play well. You can only say now. CS English to a degree though, right? Because you know, like one of the main things I think that it comes to when they're having to communicate like this is on the fly, really fast. If he has to call not just yeah, out of yeah. position, but something that's going on. It needs to be that instant click in his head where he goes, cool, I've got it and I can say it. Because at the moment, I can imagine it's like he wants to say something and then it's just that like two second delay, which is huge in Counter-Strike time, which then hinders them all. So but he, he can learn just, CS that, English, just... but he needs a big improvement on overall fundamentals of it, right? And the confidence yeah. in speaking it. That's just experience, though. That's going to come with more matches and actually getting to play through these situations and stuff like that. That's all what we always say when somebody like that comes into a team or just like a, a new guy into an international or English speaking lineup. Um, that's just always something that, that happens. And that's just only going to take time. I don't, I don't see that not improving uh, at some but point. Like Obviously, how much how much time? I feel like it's, it, they'll need like two, three more months to be like a oh, contender. Definitely. But is, that, for... is that really a problem though? If you think about it, that's like it until the major because... basically. Yeah, but will they qualify for the major? Yeah, yeah, I don't sure. think so. If they play like this, they, they won't qualify yeah, for the major. They play I'm like sure. This. Then they won't. But and they play. want to be. That's the Berlin major, Berlin international gaming, yeah. all of that shit. There's a lot of pressure on them to to make it sure. to this major. Yeah. So, let's let's go. Okay, so Zintaras, right? I just brought up his results uh, yeah. on LAN, uh, just in general, right? His stats, and he, they've, he's played three lands now. He's played the Elixir Esco Invitational, where he had a 1.02 rating. He went minus four in terms of KD. The major, they played five maps. He was minus ten. He had a flat rating of one. In Shanghai, he had a rating of 1.06 and he had a zero KD, so even kills deaths for those of you who don't understand how that works. But then yeah. you go back to Blast Pro Istanbul, he had a 1.21 rating. The Face It qualifier had a 1.15. Uh, Bella Horizonte had a 1.21. DreamHack Open Austin, obviously a lower caliber of teams, but he had a 1.2. Pro League Season Finals, it wasn't great. Marseille wasn't great. But those his land performances are quite scattered over the over 2018, right? And now with Big, obviously the language barrier is 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 an issue but 
is that the biggest issue with the squad? Is that the biggest problem that they, that they have? Is is him not knowing the language well enough, or is it as we always were saying before, like when even when Smuyu was on the team, at least when Smuyu was on the team, they had a guy that was a good primary opa. I think that mm. I don't. Well, let me just backtrack for a second. I don't think that Tabson is not a good opa. I just don't think that he should be the primary opa because, yeah. like Automatic, he is a fantastic player at everything. And he's exactly. like a he's a pace setter. You know, he can crack open bomb sites by himself. He can clutch. He can just be an anchor when he needs to. He can he can get it all done. And by putting him on the orping role, maybe he feels he has to pick it up more often than he actually does. And just nah, having that in your I head, I can explain right? this to you, Chad. So mm-hmm. me and Gob had a little moment in the gym because Gob has been losing weight and looking really good, gymming himself up. He explained it to me because I questioned the whole Tabson thing as well, right? Because I said, obviously, it's hugely discussed. Tabson, 1,000%, everyone agrees, is better not being primary on the orp. Mm-hmm. The reason is, it's because of the play style that Big as a team want to put into the game okay. that this is their best option and Tabson has been down to put himself in this role and it's what they've agreed as a team whether it's correct or not this has been their eyes and remember obviously their kind of knowledge base and how Gob likes to maneuver his pieces maneuver his pawn so to speak is he believes that this is the way they need to get it done at the moment but it's yeah but it's not about where Tabson is it's more like where he isn't basically now it's yeah yeah because like how do you lost that huge how do you replace a player like that that's also exactly. honestly again well, it's not. It's not even about where he isn't on the city side because the city sides no, 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 aren't that bad. The same, it's the, the T sides that have been like absolutely, I, I don't know, embarrassing for a for a gobby team. I mean, you expect them to be good on the T side to use the tactics, yeah. utility, executes, uh, pull the rotation, stuff like that. And the T sides have been like horrible. What, what was the game? Where it was a Tai Lu game? Yeah, when they had 12-3 yeah. on Inferno and then lost sixteen fourteen that you can't allow that to happen. Like, yeah. Tyloo wasn't doing anything special. They were just like playing 2-3, um, just like playing default on the bomb sites. So I think for them, it's the T side, it's the communication, and Tabson being the upper on, on the T side. Like, because on the CT side, it's much easier. On the T side, I think he struggles to be the, the guy that Smuya was getting the entries, and then just like playing off of each other with the communication hampered, and Zantara is just playing like, okay, that just, doesn't cut it, I think, on the on the T side. The the thing is though, like Tapson was the guy who was creating a lot of space, and he's not going to be able to do that with it up yeah. much. Like he's going to be able to control um, certain areas of the map, but that's pretty much it. He's not going to be able to um, to to take areas with it, basically. So that's the problem that that Big are, are currently struggling with. Zantara is not being able to fill that role, and that doesn't even have to be his fault entirely. It's just like that's it's just the, the the result of of all these moves between roles, and and Big have to figure that out because it's not. Like I say, replacing Tapson is fucking impossible um, with 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 any player in that team at this point. So I think they're just gonna have to have a hard look at the overall playstyle and just figure out how how else to utilize Tapson rather than um, being at the back of attacks rather than in front of it. So that's that's just one thing that they definitely need to look at and and how to figure it out because it's it's gonna be complicated. But I feel like it, there's only a way up from from where they are at this point. I feel like they really missed the boat. I don't know if they tried or not, but I feel like they really missed the boat with with Chris J, right? I think that when he was when he got tossed aside from Mouse, that would have been 
the perfect pickup because it is somebody who can orb quite proficiently and doesn't have an issue getting aggressive with the rifles from what we saw within his time in mouse sports understands the game very well had to do in-game leadership uh yeah. with, with all those players i think that that would have been perfect and you you look at this team and this is no disrespect to to these players it's just that with the the roles that they're running now you need to get more out of Godby and, and Tizian in terms of a fragging department, right? Because if, if Tabson's not going to be able to have the same amount of impact and Nex and Zantares are both relatively inconsistent in their performances, then what, what do you, you need, you know, the lower fraggers to step on up so at least there's consistency across the board. And it's just, it's just a difficult one to feel that. So they had their little blips on the radar with the best of ones. Uh, it, it seems difficult to see them returning to a consistent team. And they're obviously... Um, you know, like you mentioned, want to get towards that major that we have the ESL one Cologne. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of German events coming up for them to, to be in attendance for. So I don't know what's the next event they attend. When will the crunch point well, be for probably, this roster? Probably, probably, is, right? probably, is probably like, Sydney uh, now, then Sydney, but then they have like a month off. So, that so that's, be it, that's why I feel yeah. like they're going to be able to catch up basically yeah. before Cologne. That's like the month leading up to Cologne, unless they, they're attending something that we don't know about um, at this point. I mean, uh, there they will be have like the Pro League playoffs, and then after that, if they make that, then oh, yeah, they will true. play Pro League finals. finals. But I, I don't think we expect them to make the playoffs with uh, at this point. Yeah, I mean, with this level, uh, I'm trying sure, to. You know. I'm just trying to. Well, whatever. Uh, we can talk about that. They're in the, the group with Astralis, oh, yeah, yeah, Roses, like... 3D Max. Oh, okay. So that they're like. That's not too bad, break, I guess. Oh, yeah. 3D Max. Could be. I think could be the lowest seeded team in the entire tournament and Australia. But they'll still the go. They'll still have to go through that second group stage, though. Yeah. Like obviously, we don't expect them to place first in that group and, and no. make it to the to and, the finals. And that's where it gets really hard, right? Because I think yeah. the way that the groups flow in, they have to play the teams from Group C, and Group C is Fnatic, G2, Navi, and Windigo. So oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's rough. tough. That's tough. Now, Lucas, there's something I want you to bring up. It's our fantasy draft. It means we get to wreck some people. Prof smiling already because ah, he has an idea of the results. Don't yeah, even so start with what you can say. Shut your mouth. You did beat Simple, which is one thing you're allowed. But the first person I'm going to ream out here. Let me cast your minds back to the end of the last show when we did this, right? Well, this was its own show. We had a show just on the fantasy draft. We had guests like Moses. We had Pimp. We had Smuya. Now, Pimp, he questioned every decision I made with my team. Oh, you know nothing. Well... <laughs> He had all this faith in North, and he shit the bed and came last. And honestly, Chad will tell you because he was downstairs with Honestly, us. North overperformed. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they, like, they he, he actually got good, good picks you. with North. And, and this is the thing, right? Pimp, Pimp every day was checking the fantasy draft next to me. <laughs> After we'd done the desk, he's like, oh, yeah, we've done well. North's not doing too badly. Like, I've got this, blah, blah, blah. And then that realization hit him in the face. It went bang. And Pimp realized that he'd made a bad decision. He fucked, up. fucked up. And the thing is, everyone was like, oh, Banks, but like, you, you didn't need to pick Breezy straight off the bat. Well, actually, he's a consistent player. And NRG made it relatively far, even if they did go out to 0 the, 2 the Fnatic with, at the end. The problem with Pimp wasn't even the North players. They actually they actually gave him quite a lot of value because AZ had a good event. We expected Valdi. Yeah, Valdi should. When he when he picked Valde, we even said that's that's legit. When he picked Daisy, not so much, but obviously he had a <laughs> much better event. The problem is like there's no way Pimp could have seen this coming unless no, no he had way. like some other some like background information that we didn't know about. Did he couldn't have seen AZ, AZ like having one of his best events in fucking I don't know how long. I mean, there were so, some signs that AZ was playing well. 
let's be honest. But he's but just, I mean, for a third but he's very. He's been so inconsistent. He's always like, you can't even rely on that. Like, he has yeah. good games and he has and he was games. pretty consistently bad before, so I wouldn't say. Yeah, that. that's. I true. I just took every moment to jab at Pimp, and every day he was saying, yeah, yeah. "Oh, it's gonna come back. Don't worry." And he's like, "You made bad decisions." Well, okay, I didn't finish within the top three, but I'll take my fourth no, place. No, no, quite what happily. the Zantaras pick was the really stupid one for sure, because <laughs> that that was pretty obvious from the start that it wasn't going to pay off much, and that was his second pick. So that's that's one thing. Phelps, like, the Phelps pick... I mean, that was the best one, though, so... Yeah, you you can't pick anyone from one, so that wasn't... There weren't that many good options when we came down to the last pick, so I feel like that Phelps one, sure, it wasn't great, but it it wasn't uh, among the worst. Now, we got, we got to look at um, Lucas, right, and Prof. Let's just compare these for a second. So, Lucas is our producer, guys. Producer Lucas has Simple on the team, gets tons of points across the board, and Prof still manages to win, which proves the point of you don't have to have Simple to make sure that you get that first place. Yeah, exactly. How ridiculous okay, even... is it that, that he comes second off of one player? Next up, one point. <laughs> Zeus got zero points. And Fur was out of the tournament it? really early. Simple got him 420 points. points. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, that's, that's a, a one-man carry, and he electronic had some sick performances. Not even Electronic. Electronic was... Who was the second best rated? Was that Electronic? Oh, uh, yeah, Electronic. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He got, <laughs> up right? Lucas's. Get this, right? Lucas got <laughs> more points off of one player than what Pimp did. <laughs> or almost, almost double Pimp's... Almost double Pimp's just point score, not including the bonuses. Pimp's Pimp's just score from points of player picks was four. Uh, it was two hundred and forty-two. So Lucas had four hundred. <laughs> so that's fucking insane. And that's yeah. it. That's all yeah. that all that came but down I mean, to was like the luck simple. of the draw that Lucas got first pick because all of us would have ca- would have picked simple straight off the bat, right? Yeah. yeah if you're first maybe, pick, maybe you're always simple. No, <laughs> Pimp would have been like, Valdez, I believe, <laughs> yes, oh, <laughs> North, they're gonna do it again. That's the thing. You're yeah. brain dead. You are absolutely brain dead, Pimp. <laughs> you deserve that last place. Well, he should pick I'm the so day for the next event. He should pick the, definitely pick the Well, yeah, Astralis next. makes yeah. sense, right? Of course, go for that. But this one, you can eat a dick, Mr. Pimp, because <laughs> you ain't pimping shit right now. I, I'm going to say, we did kind of make fun of Moses' team, like the Asians. He did badly. He did well. Like Nico and the Asians. Yeah, he was and, number one for the longest time as yeah. well, right? He was very good, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then in the end, like I, he I, went very the, quiet once he dropped down. Though Mr. Moses was very vocal on on Twitter saying he, he put happy. out a tweet like bashing me, <laughs> being minus three in the first in the first round. And then later I want, went to find it, and it wasn't there. So oh! I think he, I think he deleted the tweet. You, you got <laughs> screenshot like, shit like that, bro. Should have screenshot. Yeah, should have screenshotted that. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was hard, but I enjoyed it. Always screenshot when people are bashing you. Hell you yeah! What's gonna happen? You know, I've got a whole bank of just screenshots while I wait for it. I've got, I've got literally a list of names, and I get it on the snipping tool, and I underline it, and I'm like, cool, this person bashing, let's see if they come back for some more on another tweet. It's a good way to just, like, hang in there and just use it against them. Go Dude, for I Richard picked, Lewis I on Dick them. Has, I think Dick has third, and he gave me points. so much. What, what the fuck? I, I need to look at how many points I got from my players. Dick gave me so much. He basically carried my entire team. Like, I picked Play Me first, which was a mistake, obviously. I mean, it wasn't a mistake. Like, well, look, it in hindsight, great. it wasn't. I mean, it I think, was because I feel you like know it they're... By the way, I don't know who's, who was available at that point. I took I Electronic. Simple. I was yeah, second. That was going to No, I wasn't second. Electronic. You took Breezy. So that was the fuck up. My, my, no, I took Breezy. It was smart. I, I went down with my Electronic Breezy. Electronic had, like, double the points, so. 
Breezy gave me 117 points, right? But do you know my I best player? You, like, my best player was Edward with 128. And you all were like, Edward, why would you pick Edward? I, okay, I lucked out because he did have a good tournament for once. Do you know who fucked me up the worst, though? Fucking X7. I had that blind faith no, myself no on the no, 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 I had the blind faith that, like, maybe it'll be chance, or oh, they'll make it to the grand final. As soon as I saw they met Na'Vi in that matchup, I was like, fuck, this is not what I wanted. While we're on the topic of Ents, Ents being a fluke <laughs> and all of that. No, they are not. Oh, at the major, they beat Liquid. Then they beat Na'Vi. And now, after the major, they played Liquid. They didn't beat them. They 15, 15, played no. Na'Vi. 15, 15, they, they didn't, didn't beat lose. them. They didn't so lose what, what, what can we take away that. from that situation? Like, oh, no. come on, bro. I assume no, the jury is allowed you're, you're to play like, their own. Like this is dumbass right now. This is really weak. I have to side with The jury will decide. That's a really weak argument. Uh, you're, you're, I, I, you're mental. You're absolutely mental. You can't the big problem we have, though, is is that we won't see these teams get a chance to actually yeah. play against each yeah, other. Yeah, I saw that. That sucks. And even with that, like I've been doing some digging, it's probably, realistically, we won't even see all the good teams play against each other until the major. So oh. there's always, from what I can tell, there's always one of like the big teams missing at every single That's tournament rough, until it. the major. I, I, I can't verify that, but it's just what I've like, you know, read what and we know. heard and yeah. tried yeah. to forage. Um, that that that's. But I mean, looks. just it's not great. Rain gave me what we actually points. know. What the fuck? ECS isn't gonna have ends because they and Navi, they aren't there. No. So ESL Pro League doesn't have ends, and then uh, theoretically, I'm I am Sydney Dreamhack Masters don't have the top teams, and then we we leave with potentially Cologne or the major. This, and, uh, this yeah. is what's mental. There's like, there's but so Cologne many epic matchups we could have crazy. between those teams, but yeah, it's not working out like that. Big rip. I, Big I rip. think I got fucked a little bit with my team because Zywoo was good. Who was your team? I had Zywoo, got me 146 points. I had Crims, he got me Perfect. 213. So they were pretty good. Like, I thought okay. Zywoo and Crims, like, yeah, Zywoo was my yeah, that's first good. pick. It's not a bad first pick, 146 points to the bank. Rez kind of. Really didn't have a normal res tournament. Only getting 13 yeah. points there is not great. Alexi B, I think, is par for the course with 56. And considering how late I picked him, mm-hmm. yeah. fucking excurate. Normally one of the top two <laughs> fraggers for this fucking Tyler roster just shut the bed. Your problem with a Zyru pick as well, right, is Zyru nine times out of ten is on fire. It's just those last couple of games of Vitality, he was kind of quiet in... in in his realm, right? Because other people stepped up around him. That I mean, anybody would have picked Shaiwu as well, like, very yeah, early it, on. it's a legit pick, but, I mean, that he was just... You were unfortunate, because I reckon Chad would have had a lot more points had he just performed up to what they kind of rely on him to do. I think Zaiwu was the seventh-highest-rated player in the tournament. So, like, he, he still, like, gave me a pretty good haul there. I mm. think the the one that, that Smooya got was Sam Dai Young. I think that, oh, uh, yeah. as, a, as a pick, like... It's. I think he definitely played well and truly lights out. Like to have that kind of performance as a player that who's still quite new to playing it at that this level, right? So that was one of those. I don't know if it's a sleeper. Like I guess that is actually the definition of a sleeper pick, right? I get, ah, do you know what my biggest like my biggest thing is? Anyone who watched Pain versus Spirit could quite possibly be the most painful game of Counter Strike to watch in your life. Like, those games were not just drawn out, but they were some of the slowest Counter-Strike I had ever yeah, yeah. watched in all time. I think I was talking to you about a striker when we were in the lobby or something, but yeah. that, that just killed me off. I was like, Jesus Christ, they are literally as slow as you can go. Didn't really make sense, Counter-Strike. 
it was pretty bad. But I see some potential with the spirit lineup at least. I mean, Sunday definitely is is a big is a big big rising star. Mm. Like he's gonna be the next big thing in CIS. Benji's gonna pick him up and pay for him next. Yeah, at some point he's gonna make a move up for sure. Oh yeah. He's getting too much. He's getting too much traction at this point. He could have gone to fucking Hellraisers. That would have been nice. Yeah, that, that would have been, been cool. Huge. That would have been really. I cool, interviewed actually, him as well, true. by the way. His uh, English is pretty good. Yeah, because he plays he FPL, like yeah, a he, fucking his, fiend. His his English was on point. He was like, he's oh, the only one out of that team who. He did the English typical like as well. Recently. He was like, oh, my English is quite bad, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> well, why do you guys do this? It's like always, oh, I, I speak very little like, English, and then you ask him. He's not going to be able to have a like a really in depth conversation or anything but he's like for cis it's very good he asked though he answered like pretty in-depth questions and he even had some jokes of it we did you know that thing we did chad where we asked like the the six random uh, questions yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a good a good bit of banter and fun with that by benching himself then kicking his own teammate and then bringing the same teammate back or something like that and yeah i, I gave him full respect for that i like that guy yeah he's like he's like a little too yeah yeah he's good fun and yes. what I, I even talked Anything to John about him a little series, bit. By the way. Anything else we want to really touch on? We've been on this quite a while. Do we bother talking about MIBR? It's probably no problem. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can touch on them just in the sense of... Obviously, I'm, yes, we can do it at the preview the end is for, near. for the next tournament as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. It. Yeah, let's, let's touch on Good MIBR call, for prof. Miami. Well done, Prof. You've, you've had a useful... Our... Useful moment here. We'll bin it. We'll bin the. We'll bin the rest of this one. I think it's. Wait a sec, Wookie. To be fair, you think Americans can't speak English very well? No, no. I never said that. I just said that American English is not real English. British English is the way it should have yeah, been said. Well. That's all it is. So Vertigo. Both, both are pretty bad languages that make no sense half of the time. So. Oh, oh, <laughs> Prof. I'm not even gonna bite. I'm Facts. just gonna let you have Facts. that. Facts, yes, coming facts. from you, there is no from such thing as a fact. This, this book of facts I have right here, and it says right here. I think the only I thing can... that really matters, <laughs> there's, there's, only, there's only one thing that really matters in this whole circumstance, and, and English is the international language, so y'all can get yeah. fucked. Yeah, we um, can't do anything about it. It's too late now. Everyone's speaking English, yeah. and you all like, will be speaking wait, English. Wait until China take over, then. China just forces all to speak Chinese forever and ever and ever. It'll come. There's too many. Dude, as, as, long as, as long as they're as far as they, as they are, I don't care. Maybe like our advancements as a civilization are actually hampered by using English all the time. Oh, here we oh, go. Here we... Prof, let's, you, let's, you, I mean, there away, was a thing about like, this. you know, like, like I need Roman, an exit button on you, Roman like, numbers not having a zero, you. then hampering mathematics for like thousands of years because you couldn't really do math without a zero. So it could be the same thing with language and English. <sighs> Can you just... It's slow possible. Down. That's, that's, that's in, possible. Theory, in theory, it's possible. In theory, Prof being smart is possible, but he fails to show it on a regular basis. Vertigo, know, my, boys. Vertigo. No, shut up, Prof. Screw you. You're, you're only allowed your first place once. Spunk I'm tweeting, kill you talking next about time. Vertigo. Let's go, boys. Yeah, I'm Vertigo. So we got to see the show match. Let's start with that at Star Series, right? Western Titans, Eastern Giants. It was very comical, to say the least. And then, the, of all the, things, we were watching it, and when it went to overtime, double overtime. we were like, ah, oh, surely this isn't going to happen. Summer gets some 3v1 where they're like 15-11 down, and then we go all the way to overtime, I and we're sat there. This. I was what the hell? That they resolve it by like, just trying the jump that Kozira failed. By, by the way, that was ridiculous. Uh, the, the jump that Kozira failed, by the way, everybody, everybody also saw that coming. Yeah. Like, somebody trying that and falling to their deaths. Like everybody tried that at some point. If you ever uh, walked around the map, you saw that jump and you think, can I actually make that? And you, then you it's try easy. it and then you fail it. It's not that hard, but it's like the first time, you know, you have to strafe a little bit more. 
So it's it's like sure it's it's not completely uh, under, like under 100%. pressure. Yeah, under exactly. pressure, it's hard, but it's easy when you're just like looking at it. Yeah, right? yeah, and you're for just, sure. The thing is, as well, if you're jumping the corner and you're like expecting to kind of see somebody or something, then you're going to be always a little bit more cautious with it anyway. But uh, from that show match, the Chinese teams had executes. They were and ready. They, they were, were ready. They were so prepared for that map. Like they were, and they were like doing like fakes and shit. They're running back yep. and forth between the bomb sites and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I thought it was just going to be like an absolute slaughter, but. There's a few takeaways that you can get from that very quickly, and that's the pace of the map if you want it to be Quick fast, right? Yeah. The, the thing is, what what do we want to talk, first of all, about the introduction, or do we just want to fucking skip that bit? What do you mean? Well, because people were up in arms about it being introduced to the pool and shit. Oh, just generally? I mean, it's, it's a long oh. time ago, but we can touch on it, I guess. Yeah, let's, let's start with it, but just, like, keep it short. Sure. So if those who aren't aware, was introduced since the pool, it's replacing cash anyway. I said, uh, sorry, we'll call it cash. We'll make it easy for everybody. Um, and it coming in, there was a massive adverse reaction to it because it's like, oh my God, it's like new and everyone was complaining. Oh, it's not ready for fucking uh, competitive play, all this bullshit. But the thing is, um, people will realize very quickly that the map pool can get stale and the maps are probably the best way to keep the game fresh. And actually looking at it, it, it running around it, I obviously haven't had a chance to play any games on it just yet because of all the travel. But I, I actually think it looks like quite a cool map. Um, my only critique on it overall is that I think that it needs to be just like if you grabbed every every single part of the map, like in terms of the vertical nature, the width of the map, uh, etc., and just stretched it. Just stretch it all a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't have to be stretched massively. Just a little bit, so that you can keep everything where it is. Just stretch it all, you know. And it would actually open up avenues to to allow the map to be played in in multiple different ways. Because right now, I think that at least from the initial approach, it seems very quick. And what that's going to do is it's going to force the CTs to use their utility very fast. And then the meta will swing, and then the T's will know all they need to do is bait out simple utility early. And once they bait out simple utility early, then they can go late round executes. And it's just going to be that swing and back and forth in the early stages while this is establishing the meta. But I think that an overall critique is just how quickly you can get into fights. And if you can adjust that in some way, uh, it's probably going to be good. I, I really like it. I think it's, I mean, going, it's to going to be hard to adjust, I, th I think, just because of the layout of the map. Like, it's not going to be... Obviously, like, just stretch, stretching them up seems like an easy fix, but it's not. that's not something that, that somebody can do very, uh, very quickly. So I'm not entirely sure that's what Valve would actually do about it. But yeah, I don't... Just because of the pace, I don't see a way that teams will be consistent on it because it's just, yeah, it's way too quick. Like, it's going to be brawly as hell. Um, people just have constant fights. There's a lot of hiding spots and stuff like that. You can't really clear everything, uh, especially on A. Yeah, that's A, I think. Uh, it's just very hard to clear as a site. So just generally, it's, it's just going to be very hard to be consistent on, and that's kind of why I feel like... Um, some of these teams aren't even going to pick it up, like especially when you look at Astralis, they might as well just ban it instead of cash, which they have been doing. Um, so, so I feel like they're just going to continue with that along those lines, just because of the nature of the map. Unless some of the other maps just becomes really bad for them, I don't see them picking it up. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they're going to play it, though. I'm pretty I sure don't know about they, that. they aren't, aren't going to allow people to just bully their their like map. They don't have. They don't stuff. even. They don't even. Like, they're just going to be the same as everybody else. They, they're just going to ban one map. That's not bullying. They can't be bullied. 
But they could always play, they would always pick Keish to punish, right? Like if Navi left it in and Navi said, oh, we're going to ban Nuke instead, then they'd pick it because they know that I mean, they did that shit very little. They yeah, did but, it very, very, very little. The possibility has to be there, yeah, right? Yeah, That's sure. what makes yeah. Astralis so scary. So they have to play it versus some shit team. They have to be playing in some tournament and it has to be first round versus fucking Panda or some absolute scrub team and just wreck them on it, right? And, and make sure that teams are still scared because it's a two-way street right now. If you're Astralis, there's like the only map that you're getting challenged on right now is Mirage. And you can hear when they talk about that map that they think it's played out and everybody has it figured out to a, to a degree. If I was them, you've still got it figured out to a very good degree. And if you wanted, you could just start banning Mirage and start playing Vertigo. Well, the likelihood in the early nature of this is that teams are going to ban Vertigo. So right now, you ban Mirage, they ban Vertigo, You've just gotten rid of your two weakest maps. You've just fucking mind-gamed everybody. You've just gone, well, you're all fucked because now you're guaranteed, they, you're guaranteed to get either Inferno or Nuke in every single series, and your biggest weakness of Mirage, at least in the current map pool, is gone. So that would be what I would try and do if I was Astralis, just to have even more strength in the map pool. That would be, be one approach where they could, could find more leverage. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Just going back to the... To the whole map situation i agree that it's pretty fast even though i don't think people will be playing it that fast just because it's easy to punish with nades and everything and taking like a control as the like the ramp and everything it just takes time but like the late game i feel like is missing it just you you don't can't really do like take some map control and then like play do a split out off of it it just feels like people walking around and just finding weird weird engagements, lurks that kind of don't make sense. And the sound is such a weird thing, not because yeah. you don't hear where things are, because you hear too much, because the map is stacked on each other and everything's so close. So whenever someone's throwing a flash, you can hear it. Whenever someone's throwing a smoke, if, if there's a rotation from A to B, if they're not walking, which takes like 30 seconds to walk through the whole thing, you're gonna hear it. And for the CTs, the rotations between sites are so, so short. And then you have some weird situations on the bomb sites where you can just like throw a bunch of smokes, get into the side plant and have like a weird after plant situation. So those are the things that I don't like. I still think mm -hmm. there are a lot of cool things on the map, like the just like the verticality, some weird angles, not having the walls, all of that. I feel like it's pretty cool, but like it, it will need a few major changes to have it like be a very good map. I wonder if they would be adverse to what I'm saying though about like stretching everything, right? Like, I don't know yeah. by how much you would actually have to do it to have a really big impact, but I like some of the layouts of the bomb sites. But if you were to make it so that one or two smokes can't completely cover off everything, which is, is how it looks right now, then you've actually got yourself something that, that is viable to, to do lots of different bits and pieces with. You stretch everything out, then the pokiness of a lot of those jewels goes away, but you still have cool, unique, kind of close range fights depending on different areas. Because Certain areas, no matter how much you stretch it, are still some of the boxes are just too close. Some of the positions are just too close. I'm not actually saying you know stretch the boxes as well. I'm just saying the actual playable walking space. Just bring it out a little bit. You know, you bring it out a little bit. You bring it up a little bit. You bring the ceiling up a little bit. That way, now you've got it in a position where it's going to take longer to get up the ramp to the bomb sites. Slows down those initiations. It's still the same concept. It's just a little bit bigger. And I don't know how much it needs to be. That would be something you'd have to play with, but. 
instead of that's like what they do with moving the spawns right they move the spawns in an attempt to make it so either rotations are, are later or quicker or initiations of fights are later or quicker well you can do the same thing just by making the map bigger i, I guess in a way or make like a, a whole different land well no i think a lot of the engagements look like it'd have to be wider the area that seems good is um is mid but once you're out of the T's, right? When you're coming through yeah. the mid connector, yeah. uh, that's a fucking hellhole of a place to be. And considering that's your main avenue to make things interesting, I was thinking that what they could do is instead of having it so you come up and then you have to go around the corner into the angle that the CTs are going to have the advantage on every time, you come up straight into a into a like a, a face on duel in that situation, right? So you don't have to come around the bend it straight on in. Then that way the T's at least can fight for control. So the CTs can't. I noticed in the show match what the CTs were doing was one guy was going middle and jumping across to the cutout in the wall and he was um, yeah. helping by spotting down an early contact or he could just hide there and then when the guy towards the bomb site had contact he can swing when the guy towards mid has contact he can swing and it's a very powerful crossfire if you deny that uh, early so that the T's can actually have you know a, a bit more dominion they can't just take it they have to post up ready to fight like it is on more traditional maps like a mirage middle or maybe like a, a not not dust two middle at the start of the round to the same degree, but dust two middle how it can play mid rounds with orp is posted up, which you can catwalk and and that kind of stuff. Then you're going to give yourself a chance for the orps to come into play a little bit more. But I really like once you're out of that position how you can play to to split both bomb sites. It's a gauntlet in both ways, right? You can use utility and it makes it a lot easier and you're gonna you cut off rotations almost immediately with that position right uh so i think that it it has a lot of potential to be a good map i'm just curious as to how much valve are willing to workshop it um based off of the feedback that they're going to be getting from matchmaking games because now that pro matches on the top level are going to be delayed until after sydney uh in most tournaments it's going to take teams even longer time to, to get into it. So I don't think that we will see too many drastic changes before the major. Maybe like so not, not anything like I'm talking about. Well, we saw, we saw what happened to Overpass fairly quickly when, when that um, came into the map. Well, same with, well, with Cabo, actually, I think uh, that got changed quite a lot later, if, I don't, if I'm remember, remembering right. Uh, Arbor underwent some... a lot of changes, though. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, ma the major ones on Overpass where the A-side got changed and, and stuff like that, I think that came very quickly after Cologne, if I, if I remember. Uh, but anyway, um, just to, to clear everything up, Vertigo is actually going to be first uh, online played in, at DreamHack Open Rio, which is on uh, April 19th. Yeah, I think excellent. April 19th. And then, uh, like, like Sponge said, the, the big events are the first one should be probably the second group stage of VSL Pro League. We assume anyway, we don't know what the what the actual dates are, they haven't been announced, but it's after Sydney. Sydney is not going to have Vertigo yet, uh, I imagine because of just the timings, because of VSL Pro League especially. Like some of these teams in Group D would have a hard, very hard time. Um, group C, D would have a very hard time picking it up in time for Sydney, which starts at the end of April. And so they would have maybe like a week to actually pick it up, which is obviously not enough time. So that's why it's moved uh, to after Sydney. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty just, much it. Just quickly on the point you made about the Rio event, if you look at the teams who are going to that tournament, there are some teams who would definitely geek out hard on that map. Furia, Ego, yeah, Avangar. Uh, those three names there stick out as teams who would actually prep 
heavy on a map like that that can be quite strategic. You look at what Fury have done with basic strategies and the layers that they've added to those. They I would think... for sure be about that lifestyle. Maybe Avangard not so much because of Jame. He'd lose so much impact on a on a map that's not so op heavy. Yeah, look, I agree. To be honest, but it's not I... a very not op heavy from what I watched of the like so far. There have been really? nine HLTV matches. Okay, and I've seen people have like thirteen op kills on, on okay. the map. Just fair because... enough. The way they posture and just like take angles and then wait on the T side and on the CT side, you can also hold a lot of angles. It's not that bad as it seems initially. Oh, so at maybe least just like at least at now, yeah. At least now until people don't really know how to play the map, maybe later on it will develop and people know the smoke slashes to to kind of negate the the ops. But at the moment, it's it's been pretty decent for oppers. Just to touch on that point, Sponge, I'm not entirely sure. That it's that it's going to be enough time, just because none of these teams will be able to actually practice it, at least not on a very good level, because all of these top teams will not be will not be playing it until. But they're like, not practicing top teams anyway, because they're not. Top well, Avangar Avangar would practice. I'm sure Avangar plays top teams on a regular basis. Okay, I don't see Avangar. why they wouldn't. Fury, I'm not obviously Fury. I'm not sure. Ago, not entirely sure, but I think Ago too. Vali Ago probably well. also have access to a lot Ago of these top teams, it, right? Because they ah, played it sorry? already. Argo have already, oh, played, have already played it? I missed yeah. that. Yeah, they got smashed by Norlewind. That's the first game that, oh, okay. that was played. Oh, no, okay. chance have, no chance played it twice, and they feel like happy with it, and they have some interesting setups. I watch that stuff. And then okay. other than that, it's kind of random random okay. teams cool. that we're not really sure. But I mean, what I'm saying is, like, they're not going to be able to practice it against top teams who are just not going to play it until probably after Pro League, or maybe, like, right before or something. Maybe they'll cut out, like, a week of time just to, just to see just how it works. To note, though, you don't need to play it against the top team because the meta hasn't uh, been figured out, I guess, right? I guess so. so because there's no actual meta right now, you get to establish however you want to approach the game. True. So it actually That's doesn't true. matter what level of team that you play. And the broader spectrum of teams that you do actually play, the more you learn, you might see a cool boost or a, a nice little executor, something like that. So right now, um, obviously, if Astralis and Na'Vi and Liquid start playing it, well, then they have the better players, so they're going to be better. But right now, in terms of establishing what strategies we're going to see and the approach to the map, anybody can come in with any approach that they want there's no set way to do it at this point so it doesn't matter it obviously you can't be playing a fucking matchmaking level team right you, yeah, sure. you, but you you can be playing a team from let's anybody who has players who are competent and they understand how to play counter-strike and they're, they're a team playing in, in any of the tournaments that are featured on hltv.org you could play against them and you could learn something and also sure. in the infancy of playing maps there's no problem as well with just playing against a team who maybe if, even if they don't have a great idea, you've dry run shit. You're not just running in there yourself going, well, let's see how this one goes. You sat in the server and you practice stuff and you can now go in and you can you can just use it in that system. And then if it, it, it doesn't have to work um, for 15 rounds of a T-half, for example, but if you're, you're a team like no chance and you play, I don't know, let me pick a fucking top 15 team, Windigo or something on it, a Windigo top 15? doesn't yeah, matter. That's still a good example. 16, um, they're 14, aren't they? Yeah. Top 16, certainly, I know. Yeah, so yeah. you play you play against them, like a team like that, and then that could be enough to, to upset them in an official, right? So that's kind of all you need in the early stages until someone comes and flops their dick out on the table and says, no, this is the best way that works, and then everybody kind of copies probably, that. Probably has I mean, not, probably talking about has... Windigo, Windigo did lose 2-0 to Gamer Legion. One of the first half was Vertigo, picked by Existence and Co. There you 16, go. 16-7. So, My good theory crafting actually being true.
Well, let's move on from Levertigo discussion and move over to our good old GG.bet master better segment and see how the battle between Prof and Striker is doing. Well, <laughs> it's very even. Oh, is it? Yes. Hey, we. It still yeah. says Prof is uh, luck around. Maybe well, this is. Well, because Prof won his last slip, I didn't, so we're kind of. We had the same even. slip, except Striker fucked slip, yeah, one exactly. more thing. And I, I put one more thing and that fucked me. Let's do right, it. Let's go. Bring it on, um, Lucas. Come on. I think we're eight bucks apart. I'm eight bucks below. Ooh. Now. So we're we're currently very close. But yeah, I no. kind of need to win a slip at some point. Yeah, right, striker. Well, do this, this downhill spiral, man. Let's do this. Let's put it all on the line right here. Right here. Hey, uh, actually, you've already done your slips. When did we say? When did we say last next time? Week. Next week. Next week. What did we let's... say last time? Do we remember? How many episodes uh, it was? Because we were talking about it last time, like, Prof, you weren't here, I think? It and was we actually came major, down to right? some decision. Uh, what? So, I, I, you're right, we did come up with something, didn't we? We, we, did we have to go back and figure yeah, it out. Yeah, watch back think... the bottom and work it out. Yeah. Right. Might I went Sydney? for a big bet now, so let's, let's really? not draw the line. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let's look. Let's do it after some. Prof's looking to get that win. Needs to redeem himself. Yeah, we kind of... Now, if I win this... I'm I'm set for life. Let put him okay. I want to. So it's see. not going to happen then. Basically, you've gone on some wild. Up. I went for not that wild stuff. Holy okay. Shit. Okay. I went for five bets, so it's not not crazy. So I went for Sprout to beat the new LDLC, which is that reasonable. Too. Such a, I think it's that team is not going to do anything, especially at their first land. Okay. Happy calling. Well, I mean, we're not going to touch on the Charleroi, I guess, tournament. So just saying. Sixer needs to be like 1.66er. We need to have Happy be like the 2014 Happy that called for the old LDLC with like Uzi. And that's not going to happen, so that's an easy one. Milesports to beat X-Base Soldiers 2-0. The Turkish team didn't play that's a, a rough official. That's a rough one just because we haven't seen Milesports online yet. And we're just... I mean, they're all, except Frozen, they're all land-proven players. Yeah. And like, it won't be an issue. Like, they're going to play Dust 2. Vox is gonna tear some ass, and it's gonna be it's gonna be good. <laughs> I I took one uh, one blast match, and that's Astralis to beat Liquid, just because okay. it's gonna happen again. And uh, then I went for NRG against United. I think one point twenty odds for that is kind of ridiculous on land. That's for the ridiculous, yeah. And also did NRG against Renegades for playing with Cutler and Smuya their first land. So. Not that well, crazy. I know you have a lot. How? What were the odds on Renegades in that? It must have been close to that. As I well. think they. Uh, it was like two point one or something like that. So Jesus I think Christ. they didn't really have the updated odds. For, I missed uh, that one because I, I, I complete. I would have used that one for sure. <laughs> but it's not that crazy. Wait, did I, I put, up? I put I the max bet of eighty three euros. I fucked up big time. Oh, Six thirty. Six hundred thirty euros of winning. So if I went, Brock is wishing he could backtrack already. Yeah, because I forgot about this Renegades thing that was this event. I think I bet on them against United. Well, that's I don't a rough know. one. I don't, Jacob still might make it, right? So if it's just yeah. me uh, sending in uh, the the. Uh, but I think the latest info was like it's not gonna happen. I don't know. Maybe I got something wrong. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah we'll we'll see about that. But that was yeah that was an oversight. Because for me, <laughs> Kassad put out a tweet this. said we're playing with Smuya and Cutler or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> just I I went. I think I have like one of the same matches, or maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, I started with Charleroi as well. I went with G two to beat Epsilon. Um, generally, just my slip is fairly safe. I feel like um, all of this this together are just favorites. Sure, with this Renegades thing, 
Um, that probably wasn't like wasn't a great idea, honestly. Like now looking back at that, uh, I just completely forget out for, forgot about that one since it was announced while I was like traveling or something. So that wasn't that wasn't a great idea. I have to agree with that one. But G two to meet Epsilon, I feel like uh, that should be should be fairly straightforward. Sure, G two have a new lineup with Emotic, but it's been a month. They will have had some times to to kind of figure things out. And Epsilon are obviously not a team that we expect to do very well. That that event overall. Um, I think G2 is just going to do well short short term. Uh, I expect that they will go pretty far at Charleroi. I was so. I was scared about that because of like the French yeah. first game of the tournament. And this Epsilon sure. team isn't that bad. Like they they've been playing like okay. So I was like, okay, let's just dodge that shock. I wanted Kenny to dodge morning game. <laughs> I wanted to dodge Sprout LDLC just because LDLC is a new lineup. Like I, you have no idea. Like sure, on paper it doesn't look very well, but I just don't like betting on these these like completely early. Uh, lineups because like it's just complete random but anyway yeah, yeah continuing on uh it should all be uh now it should all be blast so liquid to be cloud nine i feel like again pretty yep, straightforward cloud nine new lineup uh liquid have established themselves as pretty stable so i don't see why not um, you sleeping on cloud nine bro <laughs> <laughs> let's go astralis to beat mibr mibr in a shithole um can't see them beating astralis despite their their history their fairly close history last time the <clears throat> didn't really work out for mibr either um so yeah that was the only astralis one that i went for because it was like fairly good odds um and lastly liquid to beat phase again phase have really i really don't have confidence in phase especially now after star series haven't really improved their outlook at all, so um, don't see don't see anything wrong in that. It's just like the thing is like the more favorites you bet on, the more likely you are to fuck up one of them. It's just like not every time can the favorites win. Yeah. So I feel like one of these five could could just go the other way. Especially like I'm very concerned about Renegades and United now because that that was that that was a bad idea. So if I lose the slip on that one, that's really my bad. That's like my, really my odds have done are that. insane. Your odds are really <laughs> insane. But that's because you went for the 2-0 against space X space soldiers, which I feel like is a little bit dangerous. Ah. Also, you went you went for a lot of these like sure that that I can see the logic and everything, but they are fairly close. So for the for you to you go have for to five matches, live on the edge of it. Yeah, it's hard to see Mouse Sports losing. Like I don't I, see okay. I don't see them losing the series. I just I'm just with the 2-0. I feel like I would have been a little bit careful. Obviously, that map pool is not going to be super deep. But the the thing is, like, well, maybe it is. But look at the pieces, man. The way that, that so far from the Didn't games they say that they were watched... playing all seven maps? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but doesn't everybody? I mean, say I'm, yeah. all seven I'm just, maps? I'm just, I'm just saying it could be, could be just. They the can play all seven. Again. They just cannot play well on all seven. I'm playing yeah. all seven maps. I just think <laughs> I look... play ten maps, man. See, there you go. See, so props it's, already adding the maps. Definitely that possible. Valve are going to put in for the majors. Yeah, he's ahead of the curve. Mirage will be the, Mirage be the next one to go. I just want to let everyone no, know that. That I fucking called it, that I uh, was was right, and uh, I just want everyone to acknowledge that. Anyway, um, so Mouse Sports only played two officials, right? They played the ECS best of three against Fnatic and against Vitality. Yeah. And uh, I think ROPS, they were getting a lot out of ROPS. Like, it was like. Yeah, he'd remember? been grinding, right? But that's the. I can't believe that fucking tweet that kid made. I love I was, it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Shit. It's the what LMBT it? reply underneath it that was the best uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, so you're playing loads now when. I wanted you to do that from the start. Ha ha. I need to bring was, that back up. He that was maybe he needed to bring out those motivational coaches. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I say that he was playing his beasting, and then I just flicked on over to their loss against Vitality, and he was yeah, 0.93 rating. So cancel everything I just said. But anyway, 
I digress. Yeah. Go back to the default. There we Wait, go, here we go. 136.9 hours past two weeks. Feels pretty good. I haven't had so much for over two years now. And LMPT's reply was, thanks for being lazy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is LMPT's classic. <laughs> uh, what, can you, what can you say? I'll hey, he found his deserved. motivation. I would say deserved. Yeah, but he found his motivation. Clearly wasn't used in the right way. <laughs> Throwing that out there. Throwing it under you, the bus. say so. We'll wait and see. It might not pay off for him, as you said, from that match that you were just looking at, Chad. Should we move on to ESL Pro League now, boys? Before we do, before we do, I just want to let everyone know to gamble responsibly. Uh, hey. If you have any have, have any issues, if you think you're addicted to gambling, there's plenty of websites out there that can help you uh, with, with those kind of issues. So, uh, you know, screw your head on straight and fucking get on with life. Yeah, and of course, this was a sponsored bet. We're betting with GG Bets Money and... That's why I'm betting like 80 euros on 10 matches and I don't care. Because really. you're just crazy. And you I probably mean, shouldn't follow what doesn't Prof really does. change anything except I want to be striker. And, <laughs> like, as always. Wait, but there's a lot of the line. Yeah, we lots still haven't figured out what's on the line though. Or uh, have we? Whatever it is, it's a lot. It's be a lot. <laughs> the pride is enough, right? The constant ribbing and abuse that is true. one of you guys will receive. That's yeah. what it's all about. All right, so ESL Pro League week one is about to begin. Week one is going to be an interesting one. Chad, you're going to be there going through all of it. And it's going to be, so Group A is Mouse Sports, anyway. North, Optic, and X-Space Soldiers, right? You guys already spoke on kind of some of the matches you've put the money on. Mouse Sports, at least looking probably, it's going to be pretty nice to see them in action. North, um, can they continue a little bit of success we saw them have at the Star Series? Optic. It's going to be interesting to see what this roster can do, right? Where they're at now since all the changes have come in. And then X-Space Soldiers. Okay, you're there, but how much can you do? We don't really know what to expect from them at all, really. They're, they're, in, a, they're in a rough ride spot. Yeah, I think that this format, just for those people who aren't, aren't aware, so it's four groups of four uh, on, on land for both the North American region and the European region. And the seedings have been done with... I uh, can't wait for everybody to scoff. Uh, the ESL World <laughs> Rankings. So that's how they've done, done their seedings for the groups. Um, so uh, most of them look pretty good. I think Group C is the only one where it's like... Ugh. But the, the cool thing here is uh, it's a, it's a round-robin format. So actually it still plays into the idea of being a league. Um, whereas people might be like, oh, you know, what did it, like it doesn't feel like there's any conclusion. I actually think that I don't mind it because it is a league because it leads into to the finals, right? So for me, that's that's not such a problem. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is cool is if you top your group, then you go straight through uh, to play in the final. If you yeah. come uh, second or third in your group, then you get to play in a secondary group to come top two, right? To go to, to the finals. So uh, I think it's top two because there'd be four teams. No, it's only oh, eight sorry. teams. Yeah, it would be top two. Yeah, eight from each region, right? So yes. you get four oh, come yeah. through on the first set, and then your last two yeah. groups, two from each of them, boom, done, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick I maths. Yeah, Come on, Chad. Um, and just <laughs> what, some of the things which I'm really curious about, and, and this will tie back into the point you're just making about space soldiers, is how they get into the relegation. I don't think yeah. that's, that has been uh, publicly announced just yet. And, and surprisingly, what's their roster now? Uh, Yam. Oh, yes, Yam was the Calix, big That's the one. Engine, Paz, and Imor. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm really curious to see how the relegation is going to work because now you're going to have a clear four bottom teams. And I don't, I, for once, I actually don't know what's happening. So um, I, I would like to just quickly theorycraft this if you guys want to take a minute. 
um, is that if I was the one who was deciding how the relegation would work, I'd get those four bottom teams. Now, in the past, if you've ever watched ESL Pro League, you know the team who comes last, they get automatically relegated. Now, I think that's kind of shitty. Um, I don't think that just because you come last in the Pro League, that means the team who comes first in Mountain Dew League is better than you. I don't think that that's a fair comparison. Now, sure, on paper, sometimes you might be like, oh, that is quite clear, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. And with move-ups, moves-downs like this, I think that if you're going to have four teams coming out the bottom um, here, then you could use them as your first four. You could use the top three teams from the Mountain Dew League season, and then you could have a wildcard team. People are like, Chad, what do you mean a wildcard team? Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, there was a while ago that all of you motherfuckers complained because VP got back into the league at the time. Now, you all have to remember that these <laughs> leagues, all of these leagues Jesus. and tournaments, they do this kind of stuff because it brings the viewership. Now, what you could do out of this whole situation is there are teams who are not in the Pro League right now who also don't play in Mountain Dew League who should definitely be in the Pro League. Yeah. So by having a wildcard slot, you could very easily justify having that team come in and play. And I think that considering the nature of Counter-Strike, that slots are not owned by, like, obviously organizations could pop up tomorrow. If I was a billionaire, I could start a team tomorrow and buy whoever the fuck I wanted, and we wouldn't be in Pro League. So I could buy Simple, Nico, Cold Zero. I could buy the best players in the world, and my team wouldn't be in Pro League. And everyone would be like, why the fuck is Chad's team called the fucking the big dogs with the big dicks not in Pro League? <laughs> and this could be a way to facilitate that. Anyway, I'm, I was just thinking Can I have that name that. as your next fantasy name, please? Uh, we, want no, we don't want Jane Dogs anymore. Big Dicks. Uh, come on, Striker's yeah, got his one. He's got yeah, Dicks in there somewhere. Big Dicks, big dicks big dick players, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Big Dick, I'm probably going to go with like Big Dick Energy next time, whatever. Something with a Big Dick. But people in the chat are already... Compensating. People in the chat are already getting it, right? Ants, yeah. Vitality, those are the yeah. names, right? Those yeah. are the type of teams. And, That's so and, wild. So, Valiant is also on the, yeah. the cusp and probably won't make it considering they're just... They're still in MDL though, so they need to play another season of MDL, make the playoffs, go into the playoffs, go yeah. through the playoffs to the like relegation and then play. And the, the biggest issue with all, all of these teams that, like, I don't know, like Vega Squadron and other teams that in the past were playing top tournaments, playing the majors. It's just like the schedule of that and then the schedule of ESEA matches. It's hard yeah. to balance. Of course, there is a part that goes down to the teams not really prioritizing stuff. But at the same time, it's really hard to keep that schedule and then come from an epicenter, go back home and then play against no chance or whatever. Like some even like even more unknown team that you have to give like 100% and a best of one. To not yeah, lose they're, that. They're never going to prioritize MDL over any of the yeah. land events ever. It just doesn't make any sense. So I but, think that, you know, the relegation possible for ESL going forward is really cool because, like we were just saying, Space Soldiers, they're a team that we don't expect to do a lot. They could be one of those teams who they had to play against the Vitality or, or a team coming up from Mountain Dew League. It might be interesting of a game, but they probably won't make it back. The same could be said for X3D Max. The fact that you have two teams in the Pro League called X something just is like what the fuck so we might get season yeah. nine where we have this and then for season 10 the field might actually be a bit thicker you know we might actually get uh, some some more big names in here i like the yeah. fact that it's changed though. i really like the fact that it's gone to land so it's gonna make it that a little bit more interesting sure. and overall and it should all, be probably one of the best pro league we've had course. yeah i mean just uh, to, to bring this back on track to to what the original point was just looking at the group Obviously, this is an op- this is an opportunity for Mod Sports to to really show what they're worth and just like get a free uh, spot at the finals. Just with 100%. sure, North North have have looked a little bit better here, but who knows if AZ is going to be in that form again? Who knows how that's going to work out um, at the next event? With I'm still not in- entirely sold on North, 
Uh, and obviously, whatever's going on with Optic is also not not Who very ideal with going MSL. To play for Optic? I mean, Are they actually going to play with MSL Snappy. and Snappy? Uh, it Hopefully like not. It. it looks like they, really? they will. So that's the that's my point exactly, right? They have oh. space soldiers who obviously aren't like Spaj. Spaj? <laughs> I don't know what? what I said. Sponge. <laughs> because I just combined chat and Sponge somehow. <laughs> Whatever. That's uh, a new but one. he was talking about space soldiers not, not really being um, being a team that we expect to, uh, to do anything in this league or in, in the future anyway. So they have that and the two Danish teams that obviously we have been kind of joking about for a long time, especially Optic, but even North have been have been kind of the butt of our jokes for a long time. So um, mm. this is a really good chance for Mossports to just really come out strong in their land debut. So that's that that's what it, what this this will be. Sure, we've seen a little bit of them online, uh, but we haven't seen them on land. We haven't seen them against um, a, a very good set of teams uh, as well. So that this is that's what I'm excited about the most. Uh, just seeing them play, especially when they when they have a really uh, real shot at at going through uh, immediately. You know, on the whole, MSL orping over Yugi and Yugi not playing a snappy there. Where do you guys sit? Because I just think MSL don't orp. Bring Yugi back in. I still believe he's got all that potential. It's just for the, like MSL and snappy together. That's the that's one thing that doesn't. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. sense. This is, there's nothing Why justifiable you... about that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, for that's... me, it's probably Yugi doesn't want to play. Must be. Oh, almost hopefully, like it, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's at least that's the most logical way of looking at it. Because I'm thinking if they just throw him on the bench and they're like, Yugi, like you sit here because we don't want to play with you. That's the dumbest thing because the guy's got potential. But at the same time, Nato Safix is a free agent. Like, is is that guy cursed? Is it something about that guy we don't know? Like, he's he's, he's he, the Danish he offer. That's he has free. A lot of praise around him. Get get him on trial at least. Like get yeah, him a lot, there a lot to of play people have been, have been saying good things about him, like a lot of his ex teammates. So I feel like can be um, can be something. Nato's like... one of the few players I've not heard anything from other players yeah, exactly. saying like this guy is an asshole. Like don't Everybody like playing says with him. He's super, he's super, nice super guy, chilled. Super I even got to do like a, a desk with him. He was um, he was cast in one of the like the little mini star ladder tournaments. He's just a cool guy overall. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's the thing, like, who knows, but yeah, who knows what the, what the issue is there. Maybe he's just, like, not, not really in the public eye. People don't, don't even consider him too much. He's being gatekeeped out. Mark, I mean, now, Mark, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, there is the part where he was, like, casting, doing YouTube and all of that stuff that people maybe don't take him seriously. But at this, at the, at this point, are you really going to play with Snappy as just a rifler and MSL on the op? Over get, getting a guy like a new guy, yeah, yeah, like that sense. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no disrespect to any of these that. guys, like Snappy and MSL, obviously have their roles in like Danish CS. If they're have, on the like, best team, we know but, what it should be, right? That's yeah. that's the way it is. It's you know what crazy. the funny thing is, like I can see just just because it doesn't make sense, I can just see them doing really well in this. Yeah, <laughs> just because <laughs> all of a sudden because, somehow beat everyone. Just because everything about Optic hasn't made sense so far, like that lineup should have done some, something <laughs> good space. by now, right? And <laughs> it's gonna be better than the old one. That's it, for sure. That's, it can't be worse. It could. Chad is being like literally given AIDS right now in the mind. Not much worse, but it could still be worse. So no, I think about this, right? So from my perspective, as somebody who has to sit there and fucking break the game down live <laughs> on broadcast. All right, so you're going into week one. 
of the offline event and I have <laughs> three teams who I literally can't go in. I have to go in and go, well, uh, so uh, this is the land debut for three of these teams. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I meant to say? Yeah, Just go up to them right, right. before the event and ask them face-to-face chat and be like, look, fuck's going on with you cunts? Even if I watch... Even if I watch the demos available of Mouse Boss, that's only, what is it, five maps of Counter-Strike? Something like that, yeah. yeah nothing, and then Optic played like what? Like, they played like a series and a qualifier or something with when MSL? Yeah, one series and they lost. So it's like, fours. so all I can do is just theory craft the fuck out of everything. I look and, forward to seeing it, mate. And be wrong about 90%. <laughs> yeah, so because like, they, they will have changed everything and, or they will have played another map that you haven't looked at. Yeah, they lost to fours, 16-9, four. Refresh. With like, refresh with like zero minutes oh, of practice. Yeah, initially. I know. But that's the thing. It's like... You can't really look into that and go, and also oh, yeah, that's not even worse. worth looking at that. It's, no. It, it... Also, fours have been really strong online lately, so that's another thing to consider. Motherfucking face crack. He be wrecking faces. <laughs> but that's what I'm... That, Jerry, the in-game leader, God. <laughs> The guy, the guy looks yeah, this is the a, this same is as my friend, and it's <laughs> fucked up. Like I was doing an interview with Jerry, I like this guy looks the same as a guy I spent a lot of time with. It's like, how can this be real? I'm trying not to crack up. It's like a surreal simulation style shit going on. Simulation is real. You never escape it. Oh, Everything just don't let don't let Anders hear you, please. <laughs> Sure, we, we should I've been, I've been talking to him, like trying to get him on the show, but it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I tried Anders. as well. Oh, Anders, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I have tried before as well. Maybe if everybody like watching just tweets at Anders and Yeah, to come everyone right now, so on. all a thousand or so of you, tweet I mean, Anders and say, come to be on, honest, episode of Yeah, other things to take care of for quite a long time. So well, he does have two children now, so yeah. You can like, I don't take know care of the children, walk, walk around. And... I just I just give mine to Gemma and say, look after Harvey. I've got shit to do. HLTV confirmed is more important. And just sort of shout, you do it as well, mate. No, I'm joking. Okay, you sound like a, fam- you sound like Wait, a family can we, man. Can thanks. we do this? But can we do this before we move on to, to the blast one? Yeah, because um, we're quickly running out of time. Yeah. Can Who who do we think is going to... Each individual, who do you think is going to top this group? Mouse sports. Mouse sports. Prof? He wants to say no. He know. wants to say no. I want to say no. I wanted, wanted to say no, like, but I just you haven't been convinced. The I'll say like, North. I don't. I'll say North as well. Yeah. Okay. I'll I just go on the on the, what we know instead of what the, we. Think the logical thing is North for sure, happen. just because mouse sports. Yeah, haven't played really too much. We can't really expect them to be to be amazing from the start. So that's completely fair play. But at the same time, it's not like North have have. Yeah, I don't expect AZ to be able to consistently provide what he did at Star Series. Yeah. And this mouse sports. Just individually, they, they should be doing really well. So it's just that that's something that I'm going off. If North from Star Series is def- show it's up, it's not going to be yes. Optic or Space Soldiers. Let's say that. Imagine if uh, we've all just been completely brainwashed and Optic are just going to wreck no face fucking, the whole there's way. No fucking way. There's no fucking way they win. Three Somehow we're all wrong. MS, play. MSL's not using the orb. The whole world implodes and they just win everything. But that's the, that's the thing, right? Like, since the previous lineup didn't make any sense, this one, I mean, Makes the previous no lineup sense. made a lot of sense, but the results didn't make any sense. So this <laughs> it has to be the flip. Like, this lineup should never, should never work. And obviously, they're going to top the group and, and go through the simulation complete. Yes. There we go. 
Blast Miami preview just, though, boys. Or just Yugi comes in last minute and fucks us all, basically. That could that's what happen. I'm saying. That's, Yugi, like, Yugi that's, like, that's the, the thing. Changer. We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen with this team, and that's that's why I'm feeling for you, Sponge. Like if this happens, or even if it doesn't happen, if it ends up being like this, there's nothing you could go off. And also on broadcast, you can like tell them they're like cunts. Yeah, or <laughs> you got you got be as well. Can't go for the entertainment us. value that you can here at HLTV confirmed. Let's see. Yes. Hopefully, That's I why have, we have the this. hopefully I have the clipping available that I had at the uh, at the minors and the major because then I can just do lots of stuff in post. Yeah, I can cool. Clip them That'd be cool. Done. That'd be really good. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Looking forward to watching you. Blast Pro Series Miami, people. We've got Astralis, Cloud9, FaZe, Liquid, MIBR, and Na'Vi. Why the fuck are Cloud9 there? I could at any point say, why the fuck MIBR yeah, and FaZe there? They the keep playing like this. <laughs> but Cloud9 yeah, invited to ESL, like the Blast Pro Series Miami. World ranking, 140. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... Oh god. <laughs> okay, we've been downplaying them a lot and obviously there's a reason for it. There's reason for it. Can I just but say it's... my thing before we get to this? I said yeah. to you guys earlier off stream, right? Blast Pro series, I love the event, it can be quite fun, but it is basically a money laundering scam, so Astralis can get two hundred and fifty <laughs> grand in their back pocket as easy as possible. Because the only team that can challenge them is either Liquid or Navi here. And somehow, some way, I don't think it's gonna happen anyway, it's gonna be Astralis going, Cool, give us that moolah baby. Don't worry, we're also talking in the chat, like, just make it like a King of the Hill style event where Astralis is waiting in the Grand Final and everyone <laughs> yeah, else is just, like, yeah. battling on the other side of the bracket. We want to get to them. The problem is, like, people can beat them in best of one. They're not going to they're, they're yeah. win the final. That's the opposite. Like, once, basically, once Astralis win the group, they win the entire event. That's how exactly, it works. Exactly, yeah. As soon as it gets the best of three, we're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like we, we're we're a little bit skeptical about like some of these best of ones that like, them potentially losing to Navi or potentially losing to Liquid or something, or yeah. potentially both. You know, back okay, like a couple of months ago, we might have said it might be our whatever. Astralis, you know, when when we were talking about these best of ones, we always gave them a chance not to go through, as they have before, as they have in, in Copenhagen last year. Uh huh. So so that's that's what we've been saying about these blast events, but still like, giving them that chance. Yeah, exactly. I'm I, yeah. I'm, I'm like you have to. Um, what do you call it? I'm cautiously skeptical or whatever. I'd love like to that. have seen Vertigo. I know they've decided they're not going to have Vertigo yeah, to this blast the next one, but I'd love to have seen them just throwing it in to just see, okay, maybe if Astralis can... Maybe they're going to play the standoff on it. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That just, that's cool. not going to happen. Nah, they're going to play gonna happen. on the fun map. Yeah. Uh, map. For, the, for me, this is the same situation as what we saw in uh, Fuck Sapola. Jesus Christ. I'm Paul, yeah. What? How was that? Like two weeks ago? Fuck me. All right. Anyway, Dad, your um, life's a mess. It's fine. Don't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> Astralis are the clear favorite, right? That goes without saying. Astralis are the clear favorite, but we do give the outside chance that they could be upset in best of ones. Uh -huh. The next step is exactly what we saw at, at Sao Paulo in the sense of it was Liquid and Ents as who was going to be number two. Well, this time it's Liquid and Navi of who's going to yep. be number two. And then the question is, how much more of their shit together can FaZe and MIBR get? Because MIBR, it seems like they're citing the issues have been too many events in a row, which if you look at the calendar, you go, yeah, that is clearly too many events in a, in a, in a row, right? And I think you could say the same for, for a decent amount of teams. Um, but I think the thing that we kind of, not a trap we fell into, but maybe just uh, to give MIBR a little bit of slack is that you think about the amount of time that they had to genuinely practice from the holiday period to the major since the reintroduction of Taco and Phelps. Maybe it was 12 days, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, oh and then... From there, they went on like a bit of a world tour. So they went from China Big to time. Brazil to China. 
right? In in absolutely no time, and now they're going to Miami. Now, obviously, people are like, yeah, they're choosing to do this. Yes, they are, right? But hindsight's twenty twenty, and clearly they know that they fucked up in this regard. So they didn't actually mm-hmm. give themselves a lot of time to practice and get things up to modern CS. Now, coming on in as a legendary team who, you know, were, were very, very good in, in their time, um, and we go, okay, well, this roster, we have the core. They should just be good to, to start with. Well, Counter-Strike has developed and changed a lot since then. Um, and I don't think that coming into it that they thought it was going to be easy and it clearly hasn't been easy, but the growth and potential is still there. So if they take a break, if they take, you know, obviously they're committed to this event, so they're going to go to this event and then they have to do pro league because they want to play yeah. in, the, in the finals there. So once that's all done and dusted, if they, they take it, they also have that's true okay that's, 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 fun, that's the last Chad. thing they're confirmed once, for once point, sydney's though. over then they can probably have a break right if they take like a sizable break and, and, and practice and get things going then they already got all of the they've already dropped down in the ratings the expectation has gone so the pressure's off them in that regard then it's just about them having a good work ethic and getting back to good form and there's no reason that they can't do that because i don't think that fur fallen and cold zero have just gotten shit overnight I, there's no, no way that i would accept no, no. that in a million years so I think that the team, you know, at the moment, they're in a pretty bad position. But I think going forward, there's still potential for them to be to be a, a good squad. And I think the same thing can be said for FaZe. It's just that this tournament right here, I want to make this this outlandish call, which isn't actually that outlandish with everything I just put in context for you. If I'm at MIBR and I'm going into this, I just throw caution to the wind in my approach. I just don't play... Anyway, like I've been playing in the last couple of tournaments, I would just play super loose. You'd have your basic structure, but just play super loose. Who gives a fuck? Just go in there and have some fun. You can't do any worse than what you did on home soil. If you lose to Cloud9, sure, that's going to suck, but you know nothing about them, so you can't Counter-Strike. Just go into this event and have fun and try and enjoy Counter-Strike again for a little bit because right now they're probably mentally hammered to a position where they're quite you know, down on themselves. And I think in this situation, just fuck it. Just... Just go for it. Just have some fun. Do things that you like. You know, f- mix roles up, mix positions up. To play with some loose structure and, and just see what happens because it can't get any worse than where it is right now. Question for you all: Cloud Nine, yes. Phase Clan, or MIBR? Which one's going zero five? Cloud Nine. Ooh, okay. I think it's still gonna be like sure. I was gonna say before we started all this, the other stuff about MIBR, that sure we're we're like. Down on Cloud9 a lot, and for good reason. Obviously, they've just changed changed lineups, and not a lot of it makes sense um, from the outsider's point of view, anyway. So, like, obviously, we're not going to expect too much from them, but still, they have individuals that will be able to 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 put up numbers. Like, especially if KJB kind of has a little bit of a freer role, like Sponge said, maybe he's just he's going to be a bit of an improvement in performance-wise as well. Now, automatic, we know that he's gonna he's gonna provide stuff. Um, Rush, yeah, he has like ups and downs, but he obviously has peaks where where it can work very well. We saw it um, even during this whole year that they've been struggling. So, I sure I don't I expect them to go zero five, but I definitely would give them like a reasonable chance against the NMIBR or a face. Probably not anybody else. I don't I don't see them beating Navi, Liquid, or, or Strauss in any world at this point. But face and NMIBR, I don't see why not with how they've been looking. Yeah. Mm. I still, I still, I would still logically. Huh? They're gonna beat Liquid in the domestic matchup. No way, no way. And (laughs) FaZe is gonna go 05. Fuck it. (laughs) Hey, okay. I was gonna say MIBR or C9. Probably gonna be MIBR, considering I don't think they would have any time to just work on anything else. Look at FaZe's latest wins. A, Vici. Then lost to Renegades and Snort. 
the worst thing is FaZe aren't looking that bad. Like the losses they had were kind of close, lost to decent teams. But at the same time, I think it will kind of. They also were are doing like the world tour with Sao Paulo, then China, then here. Yeah. I think. I mean, I'm certainly not counting on them to go to the grand final. And I think it could be an event where they totally flop and say, okay, we need to kind of think about what we're doing right here. We're just wasting time as sure. it is. I think... Yeah, I could see that. But they still beat them. might be our last time they met. So and they came, at least came close to beating Astralis on Dust too. So it's like they, they weren't all that bad. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like a random prediction, you know? Yeah. This is where we talk about those teams. I, I think, you know, to, I don't know if I referenced it here, I referenced it on broadcast, as you start to look at them as like VP, when VP was still a team that was dangerous, but they, you know, kind of lost to shitters all the time. So it was, it was a strange one. I, think, I don't think that MIBR and FaZe are in that same place. And I think that if you had to pick a team based completely off of logic in comparison to go zero and five, you would assume it to be cloud nine. But there yeah. is the upset potential purely because of the best of ones. Like all they have to do is geek out super hard on like a T side of a map and then just win a string of rounds and they could definitely win a game. Like they could beat FaZe and they could beat Cloud9. Like those or MIBR. Yeah. They could easily get that like a dust two against whatever, even FaZe. I definitely yeah. think it's possible for them to win a game. So the maps haven't been out yet, right? They they haven't announced. No, that. I think they've changed it now. I think oh, that they yeah, do they're, the they're videos doing it on the, the day spot before. Or something? Yeah. yeah, I guess the teams yeah. didn't like that, which actually like was one of the cool things I liked about the blast yeah. format yeah. was True. because like having the the videos done in advance meant that you could have more prepared matchups from the teams, or in theory, you could have more prepared matchups for the teams. So you'd expect tendencies to be studied and that kind of stuff. But obviously, they think that the video needs to play in now. The argument there, if I was a player, would be, yeah, like in case I've had a map that I've been working on. Well, guess what? Your phase or Cloud9 or something like that, uh, phase or MRBR or something like that, you haven't been working on a map because you've been traveling all the time. You don't have any fucking pocket picks. You don't have anything that you can pull out and blindside somebody with. So yeah. I think that, it, I think that you know, Blaster obviously doing things that the players want or the players think are, um, are good. So this is probably why they've made the change. By the way, none of us can be, none of us have to be right because... Um, they could yeah. just beat each could other. All, and yeah, they could, yeah. They could one. But like in theory, we were predicting who was most yeah. likely. Yeah. We think I think could. I think it has to be Cloud9 logically. It's just logically. Like there's of some there's some there's some potential for MIBR for sure or phase. Like no. basically, like we don't expect either of those three, any of those three, to have a chance at the at the final. While it's going to be between probably Navi and Liquid for that second place, right? Yeah. I have a question. Now, this was a thought I was having, and it's it's kind of wild and out there. But how many it. tournaments do Astralis have to skip that we consider the the real deal in terms of a gauntlet of a format before we start going? Ah, come on, guys, you're taking the piss a little bit too much now because they they skip Star Series. I understand that it was China. Mm -hmm. It's obviously a big bit of travel. Sydney. I can give you that too. Travel again. But because it's such a big stretch of time, it feels... It, you think it's too much? Maybe. Like, like where they could drop, not drop off like No, I don't think they're going to drop but... off. The question then becomes of like, if you're only playing against these teams so seldomly, right? If you're only playing in the, in the Blast events or if they're only playing in tournaments that like... Well, realistically, yeah, they would only be playing in the Blast events, right? Until... Pro League, and that's only 14 round robin on land, so that's not like a, a, a big event uh, until we get to the playoffs. 
Yeah. So, so then, June for ECS and EPL. Yeah, so like they don't play June. anything. Yeah. Oh, they play from, from the major to till June. So like beginning of March to June. That's like two three months. Obviously, they're still the best team. Like I don't the thing think is, like no the, I think there. the problem is because of Pro League, because they're going to have to come potentially come back. Obviously, we expect them to place first in that last group. Then they will probably come back immediately after, or not immediately. Actually, no, it's the finals, so that's that's a while. Um, but potentially, if they don't make it through first place, they would have to come back like somewhere two weeks later, mm-hmm. and then they will have Miami, uh, not Miami, um, Madrid. Okay. Uh, or around there, they would have Madrid. So that's like. Uh, three events that are pretty close to each other, so I don't. Um, I'm not entirely surprised by this. But another thing, they they prob as as long um, unless they just haven't been announced yet, they probably skipped Dream Act Masters as well. They would be one of my first teams I'd be announcing. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. That's, that's what I'm expecting. I don't no think... fucking way that they are didn't announce them. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the thing. So especially like when they're they, when they've announced. Um, a bunch of these other, other teams. So they yeah, qualified it's... for ECS, right? Which is yeah. eight, only eight teams. And yeah. unfortunately, and, and I said this, Prof and I actually said this when the, we talked about the ECS format in the first place. We, I, I, since I've seen the ECS games online, I've really liked the change in the bracket format. I think it's really cool. I, I think that it's brought some excitement back to online Counter-Strike. So massive props to ECS there. But this is at no fault of their own. Because of that format and the nature of it, we've seen a lot of teams either skip it uh, or, and I know there's still qualifiers to go, I understand that, but now it gets a little bit more difficult, right? After week three, because after week three, it starts to become... um, Like point-based. Yeah, so then it changes a bit, so you have to play in multiple qualifiers. But um, the, the problem is that they're kind of a victim of doing the right thing is because if, if you have a qualifier online in those first three weeks and, um, a team, a good team gets upset and a shit team ends up winning it. Or like a team, like let's say you had a weaker qualifier and a team gets through who, who isn't necessarily like a scary team. Okay, well, you only have eight teams at your finals. You've just lost one slot to a team that we wouldn't consider like a, a, a top tier team. Yeah. And now that it's going to be point-based towards the end, well, if you're a team who played in all of these qualifiers and you came, you know, within the semis or whatever every time, you're more likely to get through even if you can just consistently get to the semis or consistently, you know, win your opening game. So... I'm really, I, I'm really a bit sad for ECS because I, I think that their format is really good, and I think that what they've done is great for the players. It, it gives them everything that they wanted, but they're just, a, just going to be a victim of, of doing the right thing, and that's that sucks. Yeah. It's a, anyway, it's a classic thing. Like players wanted, but then the first two tournaments in in Europe weren't really stacked. Even the second one had North Vitality, Mile Sports first first event, Avantgarde, LDLC, which we know what it, what it became now, Virtus Pro and Fnatic that literally just landed an hour ago from China. Yeah. So yeah. that's, and then North went through, okay, that's not that bad. Like first first uh, week in NA, we had Complexity go through, actually Rogue, but then Complexity took the spot because they upset NRG in the semifinal. So that's kind of shit. At least NRG went through in the second week because that could have been Furia, right? That was the that was so. grand final. That was so, so close. And if NRG didn't go through, then you have like MIBR, Liquid, NRG, all battling for like the two spots. Cloud9, you're kind of not doing that well with the, with the teams you want but, at an event. But it still gets worse from there because you look at week three for both of these qualifiers and listen to these teams for the North American one. ATK, oh. which is the South, South American team. Bad News Bears, uh, South American, sorry, South African team. Bad News Bears, Furia, 
INTZ, Space Station, Luminosity, Cloud9, who have just put their roster together, and Singularity. Not like Liquid's not playing. Renegades oh. aren't there. Like so that means oh, that yeah. another team is gonna get through that shit. MIBR is also not playing. MIBR is not there as well. That you look at the the European one, it's a bit better. Like it's a little bit better. But you've got LDLC, Fours, Optic, Virtus Pro, Avangar, Valiance, G two, and Fnatic. And it's it's like Fnatic and G two are on the same side of the fucking bracket. The other side of the bracket is Avangar, LDLC, Valiance, and Optic. So let's say that Avangar and Valiance play each other. Then so let's say Avangar win. And the other side of things, fuck it, let's just throw Fnatic in there. I can see online that Avangar beat Fnatic, like, any day of the week. Like, I that's mean, not the, an impossibility. What we're no. talking about here, just, just for the viewers, isn't that, like, Avangar doesn't deserve their, doesn't deserve to be there or that they're a bad team, as you said at the beginning. Like, everyone can beat everyone, and it's gonna, like, they're a decent team. But as a tournament organizer, you want the big names, because they bring, like, the viewership, they bring Sell the fans. tickets. Yeah, that's all the yeah. shit. Like, like Avangar isn't gonna bring people to watch like ECS finals in London. No one cares about them. Like, it's just a fact. So they want Fnatic uh, based in UK, legendary organization. So it's gonna be rough. Like, imagine Furia not going through the week three, not winning it. Then they have like the most points going into the last two weeks. They could easily take the last last spot. So no Liquid, no MIBR, no Renegades. No Renegades. Holy that, shit. It's going to be... That's, that's going to be rough. It's an interesting one. Just to touch on, just one. quickly to retouch on what you were talking about with, with Astra's Chad. They're still going to attend one, two, three, four, five events until very early July, which is when, uh, when Cologne ends. Which is so, across the next three months, they will still have five events. So let's say it's almost two events a, a month. So that's not... It's yeah, not unreasonable. Okay. Not, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not... Especially when they, when they go from, from Miami, well, from, from Leicester to Miami to Madrid, then sure, they have, like, European only. They obviously have, like, a US event in between. So it's not, it's not unreasonable what they're doing at this point. It's just a lot of events stacked on top of each other almost. Um, I guess the only part is, like, the month break before Cologne, which could, only, which could just come down to them skipping Dallas, so they just want to really have a good preparation for one of the... One of the Grand Slam events because they, mm -hmm. they're skipping two others, so that's that's probably what they're thinking. Is I would imagine anyway. Now, shall we move this thing on and start doing our um, last Pro Series Miami Fantasy Draft? Should we get that done and then we can end the show? Because we're already Let's twenty go. minutes if, past. If Lucas will let us, yeah. Yeah. Lucas is still alive. Has the time? We're going. Okay, he's he's creating, creating the lead, live live draft five <laughs> of us and. Uh, well, so we're actually going to have some choices because there's, we'll have like five leftover players at the end. Yeah, I, I'll honestly say I didn't prepare for this live draft. This I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't either. I didn't either. No, you need this, to prepare. I mean, no, it's only no, 16. No, you don't. This really is an easier prepare, one this is to you do. Should geek out how fucking Excel sheet. Okay, I no, should have, I just go with my style, bro. I should have geeked out last time because I was like clearly not prepared well enough and I was just like taking a little bit too quickly but this this time it's very easy to go through i think prof you should be just going with my style who tweens me in the grand final pick players from that i'm done no problem i like winning one minute okay let's go it's only happened once all right oh we've been sent the link all right lucas let's go let's go oh he's spamming it let's double go. time let's go let's go no pre-draft quick one going yeah, in no pre-draft let's go all right i'm, I'm ready 
Um, He's connecting. Come on. Hope you I get first. Us, so. Everyone's in besides Max. No, I Max. won first. I'm in. Where the fuck do you see that? When you oh, click oh, pick order, it says it's connected. Yeah. That starts have. in one minute. <laughs> League already joined. You leak here. There we go. That. There I am. Big dick energy striker. I know it's more, it's like 2016, <laughs> but whatever, you know. <laughs> we have to wait just 15 seconds. Don't forget, guys, if you at home want to do it, you can all play your own fantasy draft with friends. It's all a bit of fun. We've been bantering each other non-stop event after event. This doesn't even have to be part of the show now. We just do it because we actually enjoy it on a ridiculous level. Uh, it's, worth, it's, it's fun as well. Yeah, it's really good. We just get to not be able to wreck pimp this time for his questionable decisions. Also, I love these. There's so many good players to pick in the first three yeah. rounds. You, you, as long as you're top two, you're laughing, basically. We know, we know who whoever's getting up first and second will pick. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody knows that. Everybody's just watching, waiting for that. Because if it was me, I'll just go. go for a random pick just, just, to, just to make I, you laugh. I'm last. I'm fucking last. Wait a sec, where Jesus. am I? You're... What do you mean? <laughs> you already picked, you already picked simple. Wait a sec, I haven't done, I can't see where it is! You, just you already picked, picked simple. Him. I haven't picked him because I haven't touched anything. No, you haven't. I'm telling you, you picked simple. Yeah, you but I'm not in the draft. Simple. Do I click open draft? How yes. are you not in the draft? I can't what? see it! I'm just looking at a blank screen! Banks is not connected somehow. Oh, there we go. No, he's not. Oh, he is. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Well, which one did I pick? You picked you simple. Go. It's all good. Okay, you well, picked I didn't simple. actually pick him, but fair enough. Don't I'll worry. take simple but anyway. Like, but it, well, that's the logical decision. It was an instant pick, so I think it, it was it's because... It's like the pre-draft, pre which is not a pre-draft, but man. you didn't connect, so you got the highest rated player by default. Win. Win. There you go. I think you probably could have a better team but just, by just not connecting. <laughs> just, just wait it out. I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. Fuck you, Prof. Yeah. Clueless <laughs> cunt. Oh, you can just fucking sit there and be smuggled. I'm messaging you HR. One. This is getting out of control. <laughs> I'm oh, gonna no. get you fired. Oh, fuck. I fucked up. Did you? Oh, wow. Oh, no, just, you didn't. I, I, I did. thought I had Dupree clicked in, but I didn't. Like, I was looking. <laughs> fuck. Okay. You see, in yeah. my pick order, okay. it doesn't even show that I picked anyone. Genius. Okay. These sound effects are you? I'm no, they're, they've been there. The no, whole time. go into okay. the log and it, it's going to say Banks auto, auto picked simple. Yeah, that's what it says, yeah. Oh, My oh, pick log I'll take anything. device and eco. I'll take that. Fuck Banks. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I wanted to Where get like another Astralis player, but Glaive hasn't been really on his last, point. His last event wasn't great. Yeah, but I'll take Glaive for the oh, whole leadership. I'm yeah, down for I that. I feel like Prof was trying to talk you down just there, by yeah. the way, Banks. So I'm not me. Oh shit, my food's arrived. Um, um, you're picking, dude. Let me try to let him up. Am I picking again? Fuck! Yes. Um, okay. Just time. pick somebody. Let's, let's just this? delay it so he can go pick up his food. Yeah, we'll hold off on each of our picks. You can't hold it off. That's alright. I mean, you. I'll take a leash, fuck it. I'm gone. Oh, fuck, that wasn't. Get to pick another player. This is now the hard choice. Like, do you, do you go for Navi? Do you go for Liquid? It's like, who's gonna do better? It does die. Is that a hard choice? Look at it. it doesn't feel like a hard choice at all. But the thing is, for, for Liquid to have a better pick of Nav. That's probably who I'm gonna go with. 
I feel like. Would I also have? Yeah, fuck it. This, this draft really sucks to be last on. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, just yeah, wait for the last 10 seconds and then pick. Jesus. Oh. <sighs> okay, I'm done. Uh, I'm back. I'm right. no, I'm no one's touching MIBR. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. let's go there. I mean, I actually got some points off MIBR last time, so it's like... Well, both of them, actually. Lucas is memeing right now. <laughs> God, like, Magis can Dupree. That could win him the game. Honestly. I can't believe I got first pick for once. I'll take that. So you doubled on Liquid? Fucking Striker fucked up. So uh, bad. Because I, I thought He's I unlucky. Like then. I was, that was just a stupid mistake. I Sometimes it's the way it goes. That happens. You might as well just, like, go on full meme. <laughs> like, get, like, Taco or something. Vice. <laughs> yeah, Taco is that one that I'm not... Vice, do, yes. Vice is definitely going to do Just, it. like, go hard on Cloud9. Like, you have to have <laughs> Cloud9 do to a, do well. Do a pimp here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick do all I, the do shit. I want to do a pimp? Uh, no, don't. Do, like, do a Cajun see if, you can, see if you can be competitive after that fuck-up. Yeah, okay. I mean, automatic can do well. Like even yeah, if he I, can do. He like, did... it's not a bad. It's not a bad one. Out out of out of all the. But like for the second pick, that's where. That's what I'm. Up. That's what I'm. What's for a yeah. flamey? That's what I'm. The, the thing Where's is, I did that last pick? time. Who have I got so far? And it kind of kind of Simple, bit me. Glaive, that's the thing. I had like flamey or naf, and just like looking at la the last tournament of flamey, I was like, yeah. I'm taking naf. I really yeah. The thing Even I, though I feel like Navi is the better team. It's just like the player itself. It doesn't matter, especially because yeah, of the. I'll go with Flamey. Especially Last because one. of the format. So there's no one of Liquid or Astralis left anymore. No, no. I mean, that was pretty obvious that was going to happen. Because they all have potential to go to to be really Fuck, good. Fuck, now so these picks just... are getting rough, boys. Well, Rain had a good last event, right? He actually was yeah, he good. did well for me. He was, he did Rain okay, was yeah. on point. Lucas doesn't know like what he's doing, so he's definitely going to pick Rain now. Game, and then the rest was like, okay. Yeah, but of course Lucas is going to pick Edward because he doesn't know what he's doing. That makes sense. Fuck. He can't defend Wait, himself. Edward had a lot of good events now, so maybe. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Everyone that's left is just dog. Yeah, yeah but at least you'd fuck. have to pick the last. Like, I have to pick the second last, and Striker has to pick the last. And Striker already thing, like, this, fucked up. This, this draft is really hard to be last. Yeah. Because there's too few players. Who the fuck? Oh my god! I don't know. You, man. You're, honestly, you're... <laughs> oh, I honestly don't even don't even have a problem with that. I'm going for my rain pick again. Thank you. He can be helpful once again. But it's like I'm just gonna end up with. You gotta pick another player. player oh right? god! Oh god! Do I just take Zeus again for the memes? Do I? No, I've got an in-game lead. I can't even put a role that'll make Zeus viable. Fuck's sake! So literally, I mean, you can put something Taco, else on Glaive. Phelps, fucking... You can easily put something else on Glaive, yeah. True, true. Although, although you know like, mad? not putting... The problem you know is not putting, wild? Not putting in game on the Strides, who are going to win every match, is, is probably not a great idea. This is dumb as fuck, though. Zeus is the next highest rated player here, other than Fallen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, Zeus, you're mine. Let's go. Why not? At that point, it doesn't even matter. Fuck, man, this is going to be a hard pick. <laughs> Chad. You guys, are, you guys. This is gonna be a rough one, Chad. Jesus, let's fucking do it. 
Let's fucking <laughs> play. Let's double Let's him. Play. I, wanted, well, I, wanted to, I wanted to get Paul because he was. Let's double. I, Pro I don't know last. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, gonna do last. something. And some. What can I do to make them play well? You know, Lucas can win this basically <laughs> just off magic can and decree. I, I think I can pray every day. If I pray every day. Cajun B. <laughs> uh, now, I was thinking about getting him, honestly, but. No. Do I was like, let's... The fuck are you leaving me with, guys? I'm like... This is rough. I'm living and dying. <laughs> this has got so Emma. hard. This is really rough. Like, <sighs> This could be the best one we've done yet. My first three picks were pretty good. And then the last two are pretty risky. I know, I know who I'm going to pick. Fuck it. Sponge's face is priceless. me right now. <laughs> I'm, if he fucks me with my with my idea, Sponge is gonna. I mean, you have to pick hey. Vibe, I, I, yeah, exactly. The thing is, like, you know why I <laughs> fucked up last time? Because I clicked on the on the um, card, but it doesn't pick you. Like, it doesn't like put it up in the picks. It just like it turns should, over the card. It should put it yeah, there, and then you definitely. need to like pick again, or it auto picks. Yeah, if definitely, it, if because it... that's what fucked me now. Because I thought that I picked them. Look, I have Device, like Nico, and Nath. I got Simple, And then some Blade, other players Raven, as well. Yeah, I Lee, fucked up I'm with down. Automatic, but otherwise I'm, I'm down. pretty okay. Vice President. I could, have had, I could have had two Astralis players. That was the only good thing about being last. Let's remember in Miami there will be a Spanish team. What? No, he means Madrid. That's, yeah, Madrid. That's the next one. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I was about to say, huh? Let's fucking go. Roll on, boys. I don't really have a good op pick, though. I'm I'm down with this pick. Oh, I'm I'm these roles. Eyes yelling the as a motherfucker. The thing is, I have Zipex. I have Zipex that I can. Ah, oh, fuck. City side, Nav, Deagle. I can Nico. basically give simple whatever I want, and it's going to be perfect. Entry fragger for. I can well, you're not gonna, for Fallen. Fuck, I have sick. Single let's rolls. let's say this, Banks. You can't give him a noob to roll. No, okay, not noob. Obviously, <laughs> but obviously yeah, literally, not noob literally roll, anything but like, else is gonna work. Everything else, literally I'm anything else could work. That hunter, main orb, fucking attacker, anything. Thing is, yeah, this max anything. bonus above one point three five rating. That's legit for simple. That can happen. Oh, this is so that's good. for one one half. Yeah, one, there. Course. I'm down. I'm fully down. In-game leader on Vice, let's go. I put in-game leader on to no, I'm not going to do that, dude. I had to do it I, on Glaive. Dude, I have Zipex, but I have to put a leader on if it. I, I honestly think like in-game leader is probably the best. It's, uh, it must be. I it's had the it. best, best by, by far. Like I put it on device over anything, just because yeah, yeah, if you win sure. a match, it's plus 10. That's it's the, very hard to get the plus 10s. Yeah, yeah. If I, and, get, and, I can put new role on Zeus and I'm going to do well. It just says small bonus below 1.15. He's always going to be below 1.15. It's yeah. never going to go above it. At least plus three. There's locked in. And then if Win. he goes like, my, like oh, 85 or lower, then you get 10. So it's like I'm fucking loving points. life. All I need is for electronic and simple to frag out and Zeus to do nothing but talk. And I'm winning. I'm having a hard time assigning roles for, for automatic yeah, playmates. Someone device. said like device op. Like since device doesn't op on the T side... At least that much. Oh, I'd rather yeah. put it on Fallen than on Device because it's and the IGL role on Device is much more, in my opinion. You're you're expecting them to win all the matches, so for them it's uh, 
headshot machine. Do I give that to a liege with his Aug? I don't know what to put on Flamey now, because I had Dingamer the last time on him. What should I give to a liege, chat? Come on, help me out. I've, I've chosen everyone else. A liege, I don't know what to give him. Defender? Mm. Do you have a CT side at some or maybe, Or maybe support, even. I think he's like kind of consistent in that. that but it's the, the KST is pretty bad, though. The thing like, is, we were it's not best of threes. So it's best of ones. Oh, yeah, it's that's much true. easier, to, ones is easier. Much easier to, to get to but like, it, a high KST. But it still has to be fairly one-sided for you to get... Like, you have to be very good to get above 85%. Like, you have to be really insane. I was tempted with Headshot Machine for him because obviously using the AUG so much, but. Chad is fully I hardcore. I th I'm, I'm like depending on MIBR not being absolute dog shit. <laughs> Just like oh, wait, going no, 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 two with three, that would be like right. fine. Main AWP on Simple, Leader on Glaive, Defender on Elige, Support on Rain, and Noob on Zeus. Fuck it, let's go. Banks for the win, line last up. Time, last time Hash I was the one. best at picking rolls Banks by slight margin. <laughs> I feel like this time's not gonna happen. Mate, Sponge's face has not changed in the last five minutes as he's tried to divulge all this information. He's tryharding against the motherfucker. That's fact. Except he doesn't have the Excel sheets. I feel like I've been like hamstrung a little bit here. Like I've had to pick... Like, that's, that's what I felt with my last one as well. Like, I've just got, like, okay. My team's okay. Doesn't feel like I have anything to write home about. Yeah, well, I'm not going to win this one for sure. So I need to milk that attitude, of course everything out of all these players. This... I gave entry frag at electronic. Like, I did unless... headshot machine to twist. Okay. Yeah, twist headshot machine. Headshot machine, yeah, that's what I was talking leader, about last time. Leader for Stewie, because if, if yeah. Liquid got like 4-1, then they're going to... Oh, you don't, you don't have a Strauss? Anybody from a Strauss? No, I got... Uh, I, I have... Uh, <laughs> that's unlucky. Cold Zero for Snack Hunter. And I have Rush for uh, support. Someone's telling me to give entry frag into rain. Don't put support on him. Really? Really? Because well, entry fragging is opening kill on either the CT or the T side, right? So yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily like a like a clear metric of of entry fragger. So yeah. the name is a little bit misleading in that regard. But it, it, like watching Electronic play the every series at um, Star Series, he would sit in like every smoke. He'd be like the first cunt just fucking popping into bomb sites. So he wasn't the highest in terms of opening kill impact for the team. It was Simple who was like number two in the tournament by the end of it, but. I've got support on Rain, and now, now I'm thinking. I mean, what else would Electronic I was like the, the second or third highest KST, but he still only got like one max bonus through the tournament. That's why I was kind of pissed about the whole whole thing. I was messaging Nomad like, "This role sucks. Like, fuck, fuck this shit." But it's just the thing that in best of threes, it's hard to have the eighty-five percent sure. plus KST. It's just like too many rounds to be that consistent through all all of them. I feel like if Rush is, is if Rush is going to be like more of a oh, maybe he won't be maybe that's a bad role for him. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to win this one. I've recited that fact. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, this was rough. I guess I we're we done, boys. I think we're done. Episode thirteen. Let's go. We're done for another episode of HRTV Confirmed, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. The fantasy draft is a lot of fun. Let us know how you go on your own fantasy draft. We'll tweet out our whole list afterwards on the HLTV Confirmed Twitter. I have been James Banks, your host. We have Chad. We have Striker. We have Prof. And we will see you guys next week for another show. Do we have the date, boys? Monday the 15th. 
On Monday the 15th. Oh, fuck it. That's the one I can't do. So I won't even get to enjoy my win and having all the fun on the Fantasy League. But I'm sure we'll get the tweet updates coming out regardless. See you guys and next time. Anchor.fm slash HLTV. This is the podcast. Podcast time, yeah. yeah. I know some of you have been enjoying it. It's got a lot of downloads. So enjoy us in every way you can. Seeing our faces may not be your cup of tea. So listen away in your ears.